0: Great.
1: hello 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 <laughs> it is Wednesday and do we, we are the initiative syndicate
0: yeah
2: we are
1: we are uh, we, we play dungeons yeah. and dragons and yeah, drink we <laughs> sometimes we also do that yeah no, we always some of us do that better <laughs> than others what um <laughs> He's not I hope tonight. everybody is due uh can you get the operator right, please drink. no one wants to see the yeah. ugliness All back three there are
2: about to get up soon. All right. Normally
1: we hide that. This is a behind-the-scenes thing, gang. So oh, pretend like that you didn't you see saw that. nothing. This <laughs> is
2: where the magic happens.
3: There's nothing back there. <laughs> this is where the
1: magic happens. Anyway, we are going to recap what happened last session. Um
2: It's where we store the beholders.
1: Yes that's great they're actually <laughs> yeah, what's funny about that is there's at least one beholder miniature back there that, oh <laughs> that he hasn't gotten around to painting yet so it is but anyway uh, we are we are going to recap last week's session then we're gonna get right into uh, today's new session uh So events leading up to the uh, the illicit maze the the big competition within Ravnica that will either decide the fate and future of Ravnica or eliminate the guilds once and for all. Um, the, the, the teams who were running decided to, uh, have a, like a competition uh, to determine captains. It was sort of an honorary sort of fun, uh, competitive thing that the other teams were doing, uh, in the hopes to maybe get some camaraderie and kind of unwind before the actual competition, um, as once the maze has started there is no stopping until either you fail or you win. And it's an all or nothing thing. You have to succeed completely or not at all.
0: Or get white races.
1: No one actually knows what some of the challenges are going to be. They will be varied, they will be difficult, and they will usually have, the only clue that you guys have been given, some sort of lean towards the guilds and what they do.
2: Who is he daddy and what does he do? <laughs>
1: uh, so in the spirit of PvP competition uh, you all competed in a, uh, a fun free-for-all last week and um, I believe that it got it came down to the bard and, and, and the wizard and the bard artificer said that he didn't really want to be the leader and he sacrificed himself and so by default the only surviving member was Lizica and he won
2: win by default <laughs> it's still a win it's, it's still, still win. a win <laughs> uh
1: so we are going to basically be picking up after the competition you guys have exited the the dimensional porter back out into the uh trans guild promenade um and you have all been fully healed all of your magical uh items have been returned to you your hit points are back to a normal hit point status as the effects of the potion wore off once you exited the the portal. You also now leveled if you did not do that.
2: Get all my beautiful magic items. You're have, also probably,
0: just for me. the record, you're going to 58. probably be getting at least another <laughs> long rest
1: me. before then, so oh, um, oh. if, you, if you have things that you need to do or want to do today, don't worry about your spell slots. You're going to have the opportunity to get another long rest before you guys go into it. So, uh, Niv-Mizzet greets you as this was not a permanently damaging situation. You all look like you did when you entered. So, how how did it go? It was fun. I see that Lizica won. And he kind of gives a little little ponder, a little curious look. And then he looks over at Skriznet and
0: you let him win. <laughs> uh, I said from the beginning, I didn't want to lead this pack. I just want to be a complimentary piece to this. Like a, like a cod piece, if you will. Just because this competition got a little hot under the collar for the <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Ooh, get, don't burn yourself up that you didn't win. Now, let's leave the trash talking and <laughs> fun. be funny.
2: Oh the, uh,
1: the, the, the point of the competition was to find your strengths and your weaknesses as individuals, as you will need to be one very cohesive unit if you want to succeed in the challenges that will be laid for you.
0: where well, we found the weakness of two magic. <laughs>
2: yeah, my weakness is fireball and driving. Ball? <laughs> and Good uh, to know. Yeah, this uh cloud daggers. <laughs> daggers was a <really laughs> Also allergic to knives. A whole bunch of magic
1: hell swarm of them. <laughs> So, I guess congratulations are in order, Lizica. Thank you. Uh, I award you with the Champion's Pendant.
2: Now, what does this do again? I gotta look it up. That's fair. Because I it does really some remember. stuff.
1: <laughs> so, it's not on d d Beyond yet. Yes, because I tried to look. <laughs> uh, I will add it later, but That's in the meantime, um, it does require attunement. I'll bring it
2: up somewhere, yeah.
1: You have to be a humanoid. I think all of you are humanoid. Uh, If it's around your neck and you are tuned, you gain plus one to your armor class. Uh, It will boost your reputation, and thus you will have advantage on all Intimidation Charisma rolls. All of them. Mm -hmm. And as a bonus action once per day, the pendant itself can be used to summon the Hammer of Storms, or... It actually says and or meaning you could you could do both. Oh my god. <laughs> uh the Aegis of Warding as described in the magic item deck. Which I did not bring uh, the magic item deck. Rip my bad. It's <laughs> <So> good.
2: <laughs> I didn't know we Oh wait, you you had the Thunder Hammer one at one point, so I know what that one was yes it was like when you did hit it did
0: like 2d8 extra but on the plus damage. side but when it hits you and it hit like a thunder it a, wave it's point. like a 10 foot radius yeah, it's like a thunder yeah, strike or wave. yeah
1: on the plus side i have access to the pdf and i can probably look Ooh, at it right here the nice. cards i'm assuming they were legendary
2: were they legendary
1: or just regular
2: i think they were regular because i think the only legendary one we picked up was that elixir right yeah, with whatever. Okay, Aegis okay.
1: of Warding. I'm gonna actually take a picture of the card and then I'll have it. Uh your armor class becomes 18 and you take damage. The armor casts a Thunder Wave spell. Oh.
0: Thunderwave.
1: Okay, that's pretty cool. And, and then, then the i think I've
0: had it, it, but I never had a chance to use it.
1: Hammer of Storms. It's a plus one Warhammer, deals an additional one d 4 lightning oh. damage on the hit. Cool. It's not going to work like the item cards. I'm assuming it's going to work like an actual item. Mm. So, I got pictures of them. We're good. Excellent. Cool. Um, so you can decide what you want to do with that. That was more of a team thing than uh, an individual mm. thing.
2: Um, for very close second runner-up, I will let President decide who he thinks deserves this pendant. And that can include yourself as well. So do you
0: choose. So it gives you armor? armor. Yeah, permanent Th- armor, armor class. Thunderwave.
1: It gives you the ability to summon that Aegis yeah. or the Hammer once per day. Yep.
0: Yeah. And or. Which is cool. <laughs> I think you are the squishiest. I think you need to keep it for yourself. I think it'd be a nice little backup in case you're falling. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can do that. The charisma thing? Not worried about it. The intimidation thing? <laughs> Not worried about it. Alright. Sure.
2: Um, I guess I will keep it. Uh, I think all three of us, or all four of us, are pretty much maxed out on attunement items. Though, yes, right? I'm, yeah, I'm okay. in my third. We were all before. Well, I've given extra... you guys all <clears throat> enough attunement things. You guys have no well, more attunements. Well, we we, we bought we all have the pendant, so that's one. We all have like a weapon. We There's all have a ring. One. Yeah, I'm a really nice DM. Yeah,
1: you and guys are welcome.
0: <laughs> um, so. You're welcome uh, for us kicking that your uh, your creatures' asses.
1: You guys are really good at it. We're I have I had to really up the the level of difficulty and challenges, mm-hmm. just so you know. I really hope that you don't die.
2: So it was like a, it was called Pen as a I hope you... they
1: remembered you.
2: <laughs> <That's>... Smiling.
1: <laughs> anyway. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, I suggest taking the evening slash rest of the day to rest, gather your thoughts, pick up any sort of supplies you think that you may need in the coming... Competition. And uh unless you have any other
2: questions, I will see you for the opening ceremony. And that's tomorrow. Indeed. Alright, what what time is that? Bright and early in the morning, 8 a.m. Alright, right right here or it will be in the
0: Trans Guild Promenade. Trans Guild Promenade. Alright, sounds good. Off the critical pole! Oh, we haven't opened that place
2: yet. Damn well, it! We can go next door to Rockies. Here we can open it to the race. Place? that place? thats the bar.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. Rockies. Oh, right, right, right. I figure we just change the name to Hot Spot. Oh yeah, Hot Spot. Yeah, it'd be the Hot Spot. I don't get it. Or we can call it the Melting Pot.
2: No, I don't like that. I don't like fondue. I don't like
0: burnt brisket either you can't overcook cook briskets it's just tough <laughs> and Squid starts talk- walking towards that di- the district where their bar is okay
1: so uh, you guys are heading to just the
2: bar well do we have anything we need to do before the uh, competition starts Tomorrow, do we have to buy anything else? See anyone else? Should we talk to uh Caperna? Caperna you get I'm it? sorry if that was loud. I got <laughs> it. Probably really loud. It's right. I got good it. Good job. Killed we're, that proud of bastard.
1: You. we're not, we're not. It was heavy, a skeeter
2: don't. or that. nat? Oh, it's a nat. It's a good hey, If there's a skeeter a on you,
0: Peter, knock it off. <laughs> it's a, a Now I'm it's good on. dead. <laughs> and,
2: uh, apologies. I see what you did there. Well, I have an extra cloak of protection, so that's kind of... Uh, what's the maximum amount of cloaks of protection one can wear? How many necks do you have? What are the real moves? Uh, I mean, mean... Can um, I polymorph more? into a demigod? <laughs> Demi- <laughs> Request denied. <laughs> I can have Simic put on another neck, probably. Ooh, there you go. Another our head? Yeah. Just, I don't want a head, just another neck. Just, <laughs> more like, like, more arm like a little nub like, to hooked it off. One of.
1: neck, it's one neck stump. Yeah,
2: it's like you so, know, it's like uh, I had a amputation of the head, the neck is still there. <laughs>
1: uh. So, to the bar, are you guys heading anywhere else? Is there any other supplies or things that you want to do? People you want to go talk to? This is kind of this is going to kind of be like your last opportunity to clean up or do any weird little things that you want to do before you guys start the, the maze. You'll still have access to the city, but mm-hmm. you probably will not be able to focus on many other yeah, things. Yeah, I
2: mean we're on a little bit of a time limit, right? Uh, yeah. Do you want to get your your tusks put in at the? Uh, I don't really know if I've
0: got the money to put that in, but you know what? I'm gonna hold off on that.
2: I got some I got some gold coins <gasps> that I can allocate to the party.
0: Where can we go to get that done? Like, how close is that to where we're at?
1: Must tusks? Yes. You don't even know if they do that. Huh? You're not even sure that they
0: do that. And they put a damn, like, shark and, an octopus. Shark and octopus together. They going to put a tusk in my mouth? We don't have an orthodontist on
1: <laughs> I'm just saying you don't know that they specialize in landing.
2: Oh land! Oh God, those, Yeah, yeah gotcha. most of the stuff we've seen. You want better. walrus tusks? They could probably do that. Ooh, there you well, there—that's hot item.
0: I don't want them <laughs> shit to the night <laughs> down
1: here. All, all the uh, all, all, all the all the mutations have either been amphibious or aquatic animals that you guys have seen. Even the modifications—that's that true. i
0: will just be like, do you you have water pigs? <laughs> you <laughs> just, just get
2: please. them inverted. So
0: that's what, uh, them, There we go. Like, inverted
2: walrus. There tusks. we go. And then maybe shave them off so they're not, you know.
0: Maybe I'll tell them this is a walrus tusk and And they'll be me They
2: can never know the difference. They'll never know. (laughs) They'll never know. (laughs) They're not like biologists, they're not scientists (laughs) or geneticists. All All right, right,
0: off to the geneticist to uh, get my tusk.
1: Then you are going to want to go to, let me look at my map
0: here. Was that near the library or something? Uh, you are gonna want go to go to
2: oh, Wow!
0: Yeah, two knuckle deep. Make sure <laughs> someone needs some prep. You're <laughs> gonna want to go to the <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> that uh, precinct five
1: Uh down into the 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 Zanet area.
0: How far are we from there?
1: Well, you were in the Transguild Promenade, which was in Precinct One. I'm pretty sure. Precinct one, but at the south end of precinct one, um, you can get there, but it'll, it'll probably take a little walk. You have to cut over, you can cut over to 10th Street and go there. It'd probably take an hour and a half or so to get there.
0: So, once we run this competition, I think it'd look cool if I had my tusk in. Do you want to wait till after the competition? No, nope, let's do it now. All right. <laughs> That way, if I need to, I can find somebody with them.
2: I'm trying to find <clears throat> a list of shit we got to do still. We got to look for uh, what's-his-name's brother. There's a hammer we got to look for. Oh, yeah, we got to look for
0: Tormund. Well, do you really think case? we're going to get that all done, like, in 12 I, hours? I don't, I, don't I don't
2: know. I mean, we could find some leads or something. I'm just trying to think of any loose ends that we may need to <clears throat> put to rest before we know in I've been carrying this
0: tusk around since episode three. <laughs>
2: Oh, what was that? That was what three weeks ago.
0: Yeah, it was long. Yeah, yeah. And when we fought the ogres.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm good to go there. See what kind of modifications they have. like these You
0: get your second neck. Yeah. You get- well, hopefully, there on you an go.
2: aquatic neck. <laughs> can I have it? I'm gonna wear two fish heads. <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> have a fish head. His name is Melvin. <laughs> Melvin Bartholomew Brindle
3: High. Melvin Bartholomew Brindle High.
2: And he
0: did. It stings every year on my shoulder. I'm just constantly that <laughs> He's like brr, 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 I can't handle you
3: guys. You guys are in a weird mood. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit.
1: Must have been all that self-killing you guys did last week. My yeah. son. All right, so you are heading to Precinct 5 yeah, and the Zonnet area. It's uh, The main area hub there is known as Zonnet 7. Uh, it's the largest one. The other Zonnets are sort of on the outskirts, but Zonnet 7 is like the, the main large pool. You guys went there originally to get the little like uh, hover car thing down into the ocean mm-hmm. depths and uh, figure out about the fallen uh, lab that sunk into the ocean. It was already in the ocean that sunk further it has been a long time ago. You guys have been on a lot of yep. journeys since then. Aww. All right, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll say relatively uneventful. Um, the flow in the city right now is very on edge. There's a lot of excitement. But much like Sadek promised, uh, at least it seems as if he's kept his word, it's quiet as far as there are no assaults. There's no... there's no explosions Uh, the Boros even seem to be a little bit less patrolling than they have been in the skies Um, the Law Mages from the uh, Orzov Syndicate and uh, the Azoria Senate seem to have went back to normal duties Um, there are people more common folk, guildless even out on the streets in larger numbers. Uh, posters and banners and flyers all announcing the contest of the illicit maze being open to all members of Ravnica. Um, the depth's not quite explained on said advertisements, but there is a sort of hope in the air of and chatter of things returning back to normal one way or another. Um, You make it into... uh, past the... uh, uh, the areas of 10th Street into uh, Precinct 5. Um, Off in the distance, you see the Aspiri Library that you have been in a couple of times now, I think. Um, It's off in the distance, along with all of the boilerworks and other things off in the distance before you get into Precinct
2: 4. Um... On the way back, maybe we can hit the library, see if there's any information about this maze at all, some obscure old book or something worth Possible. a shot. yeah. Maybe give us an edge. Say we can look at spells, but I don't have money for that. I okay. can buy you a trip. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so you make it into the area where you were before. Um, you're looking for... Genetic modifiers. You're going to have to probably go into the... It's not like they have a shop for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, history check? To see if you any of you know where to go do that?
2: All of us? One of us? Whoever
1: wants to make the roll. Mm.
2: 16.
1: Okay. Well, with a 16, I would say... Um, you know a little bit about it. Uh, there are genetic labs all through the outer zonnets. Uh, the main zonet, zonet seven is more of like the central hub. Um, there are some visitors that come in there, but you don't know from what you remember hearing and what little bit, you know, about the simicas, they are sort of private. Um, they don't have a lot of people on the surface. So a lot of what happens with them is, Contained in the ocean's depth or just maybe on the outskirts of, of the rim of Precinct 5. They don't have a lot of members usually out and about in the other areas. Their stuff is pretty focalized where they're at. As they are very firm believers in that the entire world will eventually be covered in water again. They, they wholeheartedly believe that. Um, so to find a genetic modifier you would probably have to... Ask around in either the central hub or know someone that works in the hours on it.
2: I don't know anybody. Yep, me either. Well, I guess we can ask around. That couldn't hurt. Or we could ask uh, who's that new leader of the Simic? Uh, you guys do not have a
1: very good work... Like, you don't really have a relationship with Zagana?
2: You didn't tell us your name You didn't ask. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were introducing all of them by name.
1: I did. She did not give her name.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, now it's written down.
1: But her name is Zagana.
2: Female merfolk.
1: Badass female merfolk.
2: She's got an unparalleled right right down. (laughs) Yeah, we ask around. Sure. Where was, uh, who was that guy that gave us the lifeboats to go down underwater last time? He was helpful. He was just a guy that worked at yeah at the uh, at uh, like uh, the tourist area. Yeah, yeah. They may not. Know. Oh, they swap out with multiple people a day. I mean, we just look around and see: is there anybody that kind of looks like they know what they're doing more than other people? Like maybe walking a bit more confidently or swapping.
1: <laughs> you mean yeah. on the surface? Because you guys are sort of uh, on the outside. On the you surface. guys are on the outside of like um, the pool. Because to my knowledge, none of you can swim or breathe underwater. water. No. So, not without a spell or assistance.
2: Well, we can try and rent another one of those pods, go That's down true. there, mm-hmm. circle around or something. Yeah, I mean, we could uh, we could go to that same place we went before and either ask them or went so we was in there go there. Yeah. We was in their guild hall or no? don't think we're in the guild You guys passed we through passed it, it yeah. when you went down. So we know where it is. So mm-hmm. we can go there and ask for directions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys want to try and get a pod? Yeah. Or okay. at least ask if they know. Anything. Well,
1: uh, the transport pods that lead down into the lower surface, uh, the stand's still up. It's running. It's like a 24-hour thing. There's almost always somebody there that can help you. But you guys are still in like the early parts of the day, so um you look around for the person that helped you before the the elf that had a few modifications himself doesn't look like he might be working today but the there's a there's a Veldekin working at the at the stand a female Veldekin um this one's kind of weird she actually has like hair and all the Veldekin you've seen to this point don't have hair Uh, she only has it growing on like the back side of her head um, but it's it's dark blue like dark dark blue much darker than her actual skin She's got pulled back and in, in, into a braid it almost looks like she's wearing like some kind of a wetsuit but it flows out at the bottom like a robe. Uh, it's it's like a bright white pearl white kind of color with trimmed and um and green embroidered looking symbols that you recognize as symbols of the cemic. Uh, it looks sort of like a a tree. Mm-hmm. That forms out into a wave. Um, her eyes seem um, like fish eyes. As you kind of look, you can see the they're, the the pupils are very big, and and the color of them it looks odd. You've seen many the in the city. She definitely looks as if she's had some sort of modifications. Um, she seems to be helping some other customers. Um, other land dwellers. Uh, they look to be. Business people of some type, they don't look like they are affiliated with any sort of guild. Um, some of them are carrying um, chests that look ornate. They look fancy. Um, they might be paying tribute or maybe they're proposing some kind business. You're not sure, but they seem to be dressed in nicer suits and um, they seem to have purpose there. That's uh, two humans. Uh, both male, both probably middle-aged, um, and they seem to know what they're doing. So, while she's finishing up with them, she sees uh, your your group approach. Hello, hello. It sounds almost like she's throwing up at first, but then you can actually hear, like, you see her throat kind of expand out like a frog.
2: How y'all doing? Mm -hmm. am good. Good. Are you okay?
0: Yes. Don't hold your burps in. They they hurt.
2: Or do you need a lozenge? I'm good. I'm good. Well, all right well we was just looking for transportation to go down under uh do you have business gr- below uh yeah we're we're uh meeting up in the guild hall in the guild hall yeah we're uh
1: the guild hall is sort of off limits to visitors at the time being uh in preparation for the competition
2: well um We just, we figured that's the best place to go if we're looking to get some modifications done.
1: Are you members of the Simic Combine?
2: We are members of a guildless Ravnica right now. You do not belong to the Simic Combine? Not directly. We worked for them before, though. The Simic do not hand out many modifications to
1: non-Simic members. Without a substantial fee.
2: How much fee we talking?
1: I'm not sure. It would obviously depend on the modification.
0: What were you looking to have done? Show her the walrus <laughs> teeth. <laughs> yeah, I pull out the boar's teeth and I'm like, I killed this. <laughs> Bare-handed from a... Wa- <laughs> oh.
2: Water walrus.
0: pig. Briss. And I want to put it in as my bottom tusk. Yes. You can
1: put in a request to see if they could handle that. We don't usually
2: bring the parts. So it should be cheaper because we're bringing our own parts. It actually would be more complicated.
1: It's more of evolution than installation.
3: (laughs)
0: <laughs> so they want to put miracle Grow on your teeth?
2: Not exactly. We would modify your
0: genetic makeup. Well, how much other things would that change on me? Whatever you want. Well, I only want the teeth. Then that's what they would change. How much does that cost? Three or four copper pieces? <clears> to <throat> non-Semic members, it is
1: quite expensive. I I am not a geneticist. I am not sure.
0: The combine members... Free. Mm. Well, that's an easy way to get members converted, isn't it? Indeed it is. Indeed it is.
1: (laughs) Can we
2: we convert for one (laughs) (laughs) What's the conversion process look like?
1: To become a new member, you have to renounce membership of your present guild, which could cause some guilds to have hostility towards you. You would lose any favor that you have with said guild, as the guilds are very competitive with each other. Um, you would have to prove your worth in some way. It's not as easy as filling out an application. You'd have to offer something
2: to the Combine. Don't worry, he's got the, the walrus tusks. The
1: I meant in the way of <clears throat> labor, knowledge, or magical might. Are any of you scientists? Yep. Deception check.
2: Not I'm not doing it for me though. She said any of us. We're, we're, we're Group good. deception check. Well we're not really deceiving though. We're you really are joking. definitely lying. He's a, he, he's a scientist? He is
1: not a scientist.
2: Okay.
1: He was. He is an artificer. It is different. He is an artificial plus
0: six. Do you to want deception? deception?
1: Yes. Group deception check.
0: Alright.
2: I doubt Rocky's deception is high. Twelve. Oh god. Oh god. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's so a ten. We're not joining
0: the it's stage. thirteen. It's <laughs> four plus six, so it's a ten. <laughs> ten plus two. So how'd we do? I think So the by well, this, what are you going with there? Like like genetics part or like we build bombs or like (laughs) we're kind of there's different sorts of scientists those who specialize in genetics i'm kind of like that in what way and like i can put a body part over here real quick and over there real quick it just depends on where i throw that bomb at You
2: genetically removed those tusks.
0: Yeah, and I genetically removed a lot of people's legs and arms. I believe that's
2: called genetic displacement.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, Elvin chimes in. (laughs) I I think I think what she's trying to say here is, I mean, look, 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 and he pulls out his little hand with all the fingers on it. Oh God! Like (laughs) this this is this is genetic modification. Like ah
0: (laughs) fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is horseshit. They should the summon summon Harvey. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have Harvey. Are
2: you sure about that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Why you
1: don't like my friend? He's uh, he's he's very nice, and he doesn't have eyes.
2: He doesn't yeah. have a lot of things. Yeah, Elvin
1: kind of just looks at you all, kind of like,
2: okay, and he just puts it back in his pocket. I always feel like it's just not paying attention. I Maybe. feel
0: like he has a horn in his pocket, and that's where he puts that thing. Yeah, that's why he's always you think you'd be less grumpy with that thing in his pocket. <laughs>
2: uh, well, uh, we may have struck a dead end.
0: So what you're telling me... You, would you like me to
1: put you on in, in a request? Well, that would be they, great. They, they, they do take requests from
0: time to time. Sometimes in the realm of a new modification that they hadn't tried. Oh, well, let's try that. See, if I haven't seen anybody with this, you have your... Burr-burr- and um, nice hair, and I've seen other modifications with tails. I haven't seen big old teeth, so yeah, you go ahead, and put me down. They might be interested, you could be the first.
1: Yeah, yeah I could be. They would, even as a non Simic, they if the science fascinates them, they might offer it for free. <laughs>
0: That's my favorite language. Let's go. Wow. I will uh name and she pulls out a my name is Skriznet Skriznet King of the goblins. King There's a comma there. Yeah, it's yes. king of the goblins. Nope. I didn't even know there was. Of something. the Lizzet guild.
1: You're the king of the Isit Guild? Mm-hmm. You're king of the goblins and of the Isit Guild.
0: That's what I said. Yes. Okay. Got it.
1: Oh, you want more? There, is there any more titles?
0: I don't need any more. Your titles. Majesty? Well, if you want to, you can. <laughs> and what modification? You said walrus tusks? Yes. I don't walrus need the tusk. full tusk. And I want him inverted. Race, goblin, walrus tusk. Inverted. inverted. So, bottom. Right? Bottom going up. Okay. But I don't want them going past my eyes. I want them, like, mid-cheek level. The
1: are good at what they do. If, if the modification doesn't benefit you in any way or makes it impossible to live, they would not do that.
0: Yeah, I really don't want to poke my eyeballs out with my teeth. That would not be well. What I want to do is bite somebody and my teeth go in their eyeballs through the back of their skull. This is a thing that people would want. <laughs> Are you trying to farm it? No, it's fine. Do you need some Zofran? I don't. Okay.
1: Uh, can we help you with anything else?
0: No. Can, do
2: you install Second next? I don't know. A minute. That or we'll, no, that that's okay. We'll wait oh. for King of the Goblins okay. first. I don't um, want to like. Bumble. She she
1: scratches it out. Okay. <clears throat>
2: I don't want to clog the pipe here. want to get Goblin King his Walrus Tusk first. Is that a second neck? Interesting. How many people uh, down there got second necks?
1: Usually none.
2: So it could be a free thing? It
1: seems redundant.
2: Well, you don't <laughs> I mean, know do mine. Do what if you want to wear it in
1: clothes? Feed, uh, feed it? I, just, I it feel like mouth? Or...
0: Neck does it have feet? a head attached to it? He has a wide just body, so he needs two necks for two cloaks to cover that wide body. Why wouldn't we just make his neck wider? Yeah, why wouldn't we make your neck wider? I'll tell you why. The DM said necks, not
2: <laughs> wide necks. <laughs> well, how long does it take to get these requests back? Pretty quick?
1: Well, with the upcoming competition, I'm not sure. Usually it would take in between 24 and 48 hours, but um, I know that a lot of the, the head scientists right now have been putting a lot into the competition. Um, some of the higher-ups have been assembling their own team and trying to find members within the Combine to participate as maze runners, so it's been a little hectic. Yeah. Um, so I wish I had a better date for you, but mm. I would say it would be after the
0: competition.
1: Mm. That is,
0: if we're all still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be there because you're looking at the champions.
1: You are
2: maze runners.
0: Sure are. Team is well, it? You
1: are from different guilds.
2: Mm-hmm. We're all from Ravnica, though. Well, working different for guilds, end. working for the same place. You are
1: representing the Izzet.
2: In a way. R- I'm also, in a way, representing everyone else. Fascinating. We're representing for the best interest of our <laughs> We were just chosen as the Izzet champions. Well, I wish you luck. Well, thanks. Thank
1: you. Hopefully... We can get things back to the way they were. That's the
2: plan. Yeah, hopefully. It's the idea. Well, bye. <laughs> Thanks for your help. Have a have a good day. Well now what? Do we want to check out the library, see if we can dig up any more about the the maze or it was the Can't look
0: up anything about the maze because it's something new, isn't it? Well or the previous maze that was well
2: been there all along well as, uh, what's, the, what's their name the, the big sphinx the, the original one I forget the Azor. Name. Azor that's the one I mean they they had like the they had the foresight for this maze for mm-hmm. like a long time like they had it while they are building Ravnica from what I remember I mean we could always try and research the was it wellsprings is that what they were called the who? trying to remember what like the magical things that the guild halls were built over ley lines ley lines i don't know where i got wellsprings from it sounds good it Mm -hmm. does sound good i was like did i tell them a thing and then not remember the (laughs) thing that i told them no (laughs) it's the other way around i'm usually really good about not
1: telling you a thing and then it's usually names i forget like the names of people so we can look up
2: those see if we can find anything in the library about that see if we're getting more information yeah I think it's at least worth a shot. We're gonna yeah. walk past it on the way mm-hmm. if there's nothing we keep on moving on mm-hmm. and uh I mean does anyone else have anything else else uh, pressing? I know I'd probably spend the night with the family again. let's understand where we get going but that's about it. Dinner's normally ready at seven uh
3: i'm 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 gonna
1: have to go and you know like stay see how things are in my locker.
2: You have to mm. say
0: goodnight to all the things that was locked in. Yeah. It's dox and eyes. You go, you go do that, that's gross.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I just want to make sure nobody's, like, breaking in my stuff. And, no, I'm like, not you, nobody's doing
0: that. Yeah, soon as <laughs> they smell it, they're probably
2: turning the other
1: <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'll let you guys uh, go do that, and I'm gonna go handle... See ya.
0: I know what you're <laughs> doing, to handle. <Don't> me gross. <laughs>
1: gotta go talk to me i gotta i gotta go talk to the wife you know and see if she has any insight
3: i mean Lila. sure uh, that's what yeah gotcha
2: hmm. you guys are really uh, expanding your relationship huh
1: ah she, she hates it when i call her that you know yeah i can see that <laughs> let me tell you just between me and you she's scary <laughs> but that's love.
2: Yeah, I don't... Alright, well, have fun with the missus. <laughs> and, uh, run right early tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be here. Alright.
2: All right, to the library. To the library. The
3: library.
1: Um, as you guys are kinda heading towards the library, Lizica, you uh, feel a little tug on your, on your cloak coming down from below
2: you
3: Who is and
1: <laughs> uh you see Fibblethub
2: hey what's up where are you guys going we're going to the library oh books yep Did, do you think they'll let me in uh Why wouldn't they? I think it's for the library's for everybody so. I've never been in
1: I only have one big eye
2: you know so you should be a good reader yeah you read the shit out of a page I do read the shit out of a page I don't um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, with
1: cool, cool. So you guys, you guys are doing the maze thing.
2: Yeah, sweet.
0: It's plan. It's cool. Are you doing the maze thing? No. Why not? Um, I couldn't find a team.
1: You know, but it's cool. I got one big eye. I get to watch, so that'll be fine.
2: Ooh, we got an opening on our team if you want to join us. What? Yeah? I don't know. Would I, would I help? Would you help? I don't know. What can you do? I can read the shit on the page. Yes, you can. I mean, he turned Could what, be two people's two stone statues back in people. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, I mean, I know my way around the city pretty good. That's When true. I'm not lost. Do you know, like, sneaky ways around the city? Like, ways that other people wouldn't know? No.
1: But when you're this small, you don't have to be that sneaky because
2: you're small. Yeah, but if you're part of our group, you know, not all of us are that small, so we have to... You, you could shrink. Well, I prefer my current <laughs> size.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's true. If I had to pick a... Your frame would be the ideal one. Thank you. I, I have a feeling that people don't typically talk down to you.
2: There, you you know, there are some
1: i bet most of them were
2: dead not all of them not all <laughs> of them not all.
1: all right so what are we going to the library for
2: we're gonna do some research on this cool. that event and you can help out all right well I
1: mean I used to I used to do a lot of uh paperwork running for the, the Azorius, but I don't know how I can
2: help but yeah if you guys think I might be able to help find something interesting let' us know well we'll give you a couple keywords cool. things to look out for and since you're real tiny, you know, you get all in the nicks and crannies and see if they're maybe hiding any books somewhere or hard to reach places. I learned a new trick. Are you guys ready?
1: Yes. There's a new thing I didn't even know I could do and I can do this. All right. <laughs> do one of you have like a small, I don't know, like a coin or a, like a piece of rock or dirt or something like just something you can put in your hand?
2: Oh, yeah, I got a rock. Cool. All right. Hold it on your hand. Oh, Okay.
1: He puts his hands up to his, the sides of his head and you see that same sort of aura that glue around him before when he did the cure for petrification and the object starts to levitate from your hand and it shoots over towards his direction and he holds out his hand and catches it. I don't know if I can do
2: that again, but I've done it a couple of times and it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Can you only pull things towards you? Can you push things away?
1: Oh, yeah, no problem. And then he tosses it up, and he shoots his... Like, he points his mind at it, you can tell he's, like, aiming at it. And he goes shooting across and slams into the wall.
0: This guy's got the force, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, now do that giant spaceship.
2: I think they called it telekinesis. That's the one. That's the one. How big of an object can you do that to? I
1: don't know. I've never tried. It's been small things right now, because I am small.
2: That's sure. Fair. sure. Start small. What about... Uh... Uh, you see that statue over there? Yes. Looks like it should be closer to us.
1: I mean, I can make it closer to me. And he snaps his finger and he disappears and then reappears on the statue. Oh my goodness, this guy's full of tricks.
2: That was not exactly... Look, I got it closer to me, guys. Not exactly what I was talking about, but I like... What if you used the telica thingy on that and and pulled it? Is that too big, maybe? Or Mm. push it?
1: You see me, he's concentrating real hard on it, and he's still on the, the statue, and it lifts up, and it goes at a speed that you can tell is not really controlled, and it looks like it's about to crash into you, and then at the last second, it sort of stops, and it falls. Oh,
2: oh, that was, that was real good. Wow. <laughs> that, that That was awesome. Did you mean to almost hit me with it? No, I was actually trying to hit you with it. <laughs> well well I, I figured you could catch it. You're yeah you're pretty big. Sure. I'd probably just need a little bit of work still with the telica thingy. That's cool. Yeah. All right, yeah. Come on, we're to the library. Cool, let's go.
1: So uh you guys make your way up in the uh the main the large set of steps into the uh the marble and gold area of the Speary Library. Um you are greeted by who you now know are members of House Demir, uh, in long, full-on black cloaks. Uh, they all look very stern and mm-hmm. always very serious, much like they did before. Um, you see what you assume to be a main keeper of knowledge, as they are not actually referred to as librarians, sitting behind uh, mm-hmm. the main desk when you first come in.
2: Uh, yeah, let's probably head up there, and I mean, we can ask if you want. Yeah, sure. Uh, is your domain? I'm going to let you take the lead here. Sure. Uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and walk over there.
1: Uh, as you approach the, the hood, the hooded Keeper of Knowledge, uh, lifts their head slightly, and you can make out a few more facial details. Um, this is a, uh, basically a high elf, um... With a like silvery wispy gray hair that's kind of draping down the back of their neck, um, eyes are like midnight. They're they're almost completely black.
2: Yes, hello. Hi, we're looking for any knowledge about kind of. I guess we could start with maybe if you guys have anything on the ley lines of within Ramnica.
1: There are a few books talking about the theory of the ley lines. Um, It's been a popular topic as of late. I bet. Uh, Yes. This way. Sure. Um, You follow this keeper of knowledge and you see several other cloaked figures that are like attending to other people or carrying books and putting them back on shelves. Um, it's all very somber. It feels much like a, almost like a church. It has that same kind of feel like a church where everyone is very serious. There's not a lot of noise. Um, yet, even in the silence, it's almost as if you can hear something, like a tone. It almost sounds like a harp, but very faint. That's sort of, it's like almost like white noise that that fills the air, but it isn't loud. It's, It's audible, but not. If you talk, you can't hear it. But while it's silent, it gives you that sort of white noise tonal feel. Um, You come over to the left-hand side of the library where there's a couple of large tables, and the Keeper of Knowledge uh, uses their own form of telepathy to have a couple of books come down to them, much more controlled um, you actually see an outline of, like, blue energy around it as it comes down, and they present you with two books. Um, I take it that you are competitors or interested in competing, so uh, I took the liberty of this. And one of the books is The History of the Guilds. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> When you are finished, please just leave them, and one of the custodians will come and place them back.
2: Can we can we rent these ones out? Like take them with us for uh, an amount of time and bring them back? At the present
1: time, no. These these two particular books have been very highly sought after.
0: I think
2: I returned
1: it. think I did. These particular books understand at the time being no.
2: uh, well uh, thanks for the help I'll let you know if we need anything else
1: very well uh, if you need anything please let one of the the keepers know mm-hmm. peace be with you <laughs> and turns very silently like eerily silently and walks
2: away all right two books all right. So, he said, well, one of them was the history of Ramica. What was the other one? There? It is a uh, biography
1: on Azor the First.
2: Sounds yeah. like a good book to read. Right. Good one to start with. Uh, Alright, which one do you guys want to start with?
0: Another uh, little girl's like, I don't want to. Fair <laughs> enough,
2: which one do you guys want me to start with then? Uh, Why don't we start with the history of Azor? Okay. Uh, sure, we'll Did go you ahead. Know. The
0: history of it. That? Okay.
1: So the uh, the book uh, it is it is written by an author that you've never heard of. Uh, it was written probably based off of the, the the date the copy the copyright in the book uh, probably three or four thousand years ago. Um,
2: Metatron.
1: It's it's written from a perspective of someone who found like an old journal. Um, maybe of Azor's and read that and it's all hearsay a lot of it because Azor at that point was long gone um, so these are not like actual interviews and it was it's not Azor's own words but at times it seems like they could be Azor's words like I said maybe from letters or mm-hmm. uh, and it starts out pretty basic talking about the uh, the original fundamentals of uh, what Azor believed what Azor stood for uh, the pure embodiment of justice the right for all peoples of Ravnica to coincide and serve a purpose and a function and stop all the fighting and bickering. Um, Oddly enough, it does mention in at least a couple passages about the Nephilim as he acknowledges that they existed and seems as though he may have had more information about who they are and their purpose in history with Ravnica, but never went into more details. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes on to talk about uh, this, this, basically this, after the guilds were formed, Azor had put this plan in place unknown to all of the guilds. And it talked of the specific reasons and locations of every single guild hall for the 10 guilds of Ravnica. They were placed in very strategic places and with purpose, as they were the highest collection of mana flows in the 10 spots in the world of Ravnica. All of the guilds are connected by these invisible layers. Of energy that he referred to as ley lines, they drip heavily in a source that he referred to as mana. He identifies that there are many colors and uh, of mana in the known worlds, and that certain beings, even unbeknownst to them, seem to lean towards one or two, or even three of these, when performing magical feats within Ravnica. Um, They themselves were not aware even that they were tapping into these, but in certain parts, magic is more affluential, it's more powerful, and it's stronger, and those points are the guild halls. Um, There have been a few times over the the course of Ravnica's history where the guilds had talked and discussed about maybe moving into different sections or different areas, and Aswar talks about this, for whatever reason that they didn't know they didn't they never moved they always stayed in that spot they built up they built around they grew they expanded but they never stopped the original foundation blocks for where their guilds were at and that was because he had put mass hypnotic suggestions within the mana ley lines that he had discovered so if they ever decided to move they would then thus decide not to He knew that the fabric and threads of the entire city, of the entire foundation of Ravnica would be unraveled if these ley lines were not drawn upon by the magic wielders within Ravnica. In fact, it is the magic and the mana flows within Ravnica that he wholeheartedly believes keeps Ravnica in one piece. Which is why he believes that there needs to be balance and maintain that. However, His fail-safe thing, this concept he put in when he offered the suggestions for building the guilds there, was also a backup plan in case something happened to the guild pact. Azor was a planner, from what you can tell. He was a plotter and very intelligent. He himself loved puzzles, loved riddles, and most things that he did, even his judgments that he passed in the Senate, the laws that he passed in the Senate were in riddle form. They may not have even made sense to everyone, but there was always some sort of like deeper meaning than a literal meaning. But the literal meaning most of the time was all that was important. Um, So the failsafe basically says that if the guild pact was destroyed, the guilds themselves could Rally, have people run to attempt to collect these energies while still defending their guild halls in a sort of competition. Not by decree, just at this point, the guilds kind of stay in their own area and they're not just going to let you in. So instead of turning into an all-out war of you having to invade them, he decided to have this concept of a competition where the guilds could come up with challenges and present them. But he hid all these things within the guild halls when they were being built. Niv-Mizzet told you that he discovered a map. And it's he talks about this map in the book. But it's very cryptic. And it doesn't really tell you that it's the answer. And Niv-Mizzet's had it all this time and didn't realize that he had the answer. Which is why it took him so long to figure it out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So now that they have both pieces of the puzzle, they can solve the puzzle. And that's pretty much the most important stuff that you get from Azor's book history of azor
2: i guess it's time to crack open the second one
3: yeah
1: okay um this book is much bigger as far as the history of the guilds you're not entirely sure why you were given this book other than maybe to have more insight into the guilds is there a particular guild that you would like to look into before I just start ran, randomly spouting off nonsense for the next however long. Fair. Is, huh. is there like a thing that you were looking for as far as... What about the guilds? What they do? What they're known for? What their main purpose is? I think mm.
2: I'm... <clears throat> I am i do my head. I don't know. Um, we basically know the strengths of each guild, what they do, Mm -hmm. what they're good at, you know where they are. Uh is there since Ravnica started, now it's a little bit bigger than it was, and you know, as he was saying, they've the the guilds themselves have grown bigger and higher. I wonder if there is um Maybe outlines of the original guild halls in there so we know what, like, the actual initial structure was. I don't know if that means anything, if there's more of this mana stuff in there, or mm-hmm. if that's where we would find some challenges. Okay. I mean, is there to look? Yeah. Um, in both Azor's journal
1: and in the history of the guilds. You see, uh, in Azor's book, it looks almost like there is a blueprint, but it focuses mostly on the actual mana ley lines themselves than where the guilds are. The, the guild hall structure, obviously, is important. But mm-hmm. uh, now in the history of the guilds, it does have a few sketches of what the original guild halls look like. Obviously, they've either grown bigger or they've changed, but they're still in the same spots. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as getting clues to that... No, I would say no, there would be no clues. The The challenges themselves, you're not sure what they are. No one really knows what they are except for the individuals that are doing them. Mm-hmm. And the only clues that you guys have been given is that each one of the challenges is going to fall into the strength of the guild in some capacity. So it's, I would say that as long as you fully understand exactly what it is that each of the guilds do, you will have a better idea of what that challenge might partake.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And you can try to prepare accordingly, at least assume what that might be.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: well, we can. So as far as like an idea, I would say maybe you could figure out or try to have a plan of attack. Mm-hmm. Like a general idea of what you think each one can be. I think that's a good idea.
2: Yeah, yeah. let's let's read over, I guess, the strengths of each guild again. Because there are possibilities yeah. of what they might okay. throw out. Kind of, or, this refresher. might be a good idea
1: for a refresher. You guys yep. can get a couple notes on them. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll, I'll go over the very basics here. Not reading like a textbook. <laughs> and I will go down the line. Um, the Azorius Senate is the, uh, the guild responsible for making laws within Ravnica. They hold the Senate, the courtrooms, and they also have law enforcement. It's a little bit different than the Boros, but the same, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um... Their history is steeped deep in sphinxes. Their their present leader is a descendant of Azor. Um, from what you know about sphinxes, and at least from Azor, most sphinxes like puzzles. They like riddles. They like they like uh, things that challenge the brain. But they also seem very just. That is the Azorius Senate.
2: So. Um... With with all of that information, what do we think the Azores could throw at us? Some sort of puzzle? Probably a riddle? probably something like a riddle or would it be a puzzle like a maze? Would it be a puzzle like a box? I think it would probably be something more along the line of a mental puzzle. Something like a riddle or a
0: bit of riddle or a puzzle. Yeah.
2: Or if it is a physical thing, it will have something to do as well with a mental aspect to it. If I have to think about that. Yeah, and then what we know about Sphinxes. They're they're just and they're noble. They like the puzzles. Mm-hmm. What else? Um it's gonna be a very insanely hard jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> um hmm. some kind of puzzle. Not like uh word search puzzle maybe like a puzzle box or something we have to get into or a vault mm-hmm. or something so maybe the, there could be like I don't know if they have this down in uh, uh, where you're from but they have like these escape room things for the kids in the Boros mm-hmm. and like they have little clues around different rooms and you gotta put them together to get to the the end I think I've heard of what you're talking about yeah. it could be something kind of like that yeah. Yeah. So when when we take on that one, I think we need to be extra cognizant of things that stick out. Maybe don't stick out as much. A that lot of could the, be clues yeah, like that. Try and think outside the box as well. It's probably a type of deal. All right. All right. On to the next one. The
1: Boros Legion is the military might within Ravnica. Um, they are much about honor and justice, but more defending those who cannot defend themselves. Um <clears throat> you know that they are very uh they are led by a fireman angel. She is a, she is a warrior. Most of the highest ranking members of the Boros Legion are either warriors or warrior priests of some type. Um I would not say that they are conquerors, but they are definitely
2: defenders. All right. Any ideas on this one? I know in training we did like lots of uh, strategy kinds of games, like capture the flag is a common one we did. Mm-hmm. There could be some kind of physical yet maybe tactical skill that we have to do some well, sort of battle. It said, like, defenders, those who can't defend themselves. It
0: might be some some instance where... They beat the people that can't defend themselves.
2: <laughs> I, I don't think that's right. No. <laughs> I'm thinking, thinking protecting something.
0: Oh, okay.
2: From, like, maybe waves, or we have to move someone well, it's to of... somewhere... Kind of why Capture the Flag is is something similar to Capture the Flag. They move them from
0: the streets to the prison. I got you. Uh huh.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, they lock up the bad guys honorably. (laughs) Sure. Sure. So it could be something like that some kind of challenge of protection. Yeah. A
0: lockdown challenge.
3: All right.
2: Okay. Ready for the next one? Uh, yep.
1: House Demir is the guild of information couriers and brokers, and up until recently, Same. they have been known as secret keepers. Um, from what Lizica knows, one of the truest concepts of House Demir besides Keeping at all costs information that you have been sworn to protect is never trust your eyes.
2: Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking uh, like pin to tail on the donkey kind of deal. Be blindfolded, don't and trust the eyes. At all what I meant by that, not by that. Okay. No, I'm meaning more illusions or things that seem like they're one thing but they're a different thing stuff that plays a trick on your mind Mm. trying to separate reality from what's fake pretty much so there could be like shit i don't know like wall we have to go through or something that's just an illusion (laughs) Could be something like that. Um, Do these illusions, like, come to life and attack you? They could. Shit. There's plenty <laughs> of things like that. There's could, There's it, illusions that... Um,
0: uh, since, especially as a group as ourselves, test our loyalties. general sure. Illusion of our loyalties to each other. There's things that can make your own fears come out in front of you uh i don't like to say too much because somebody has an evil look on a spacer but they're at the end of the table i i kind of like listening to your ideas (laughs) so you can use them against uh, them (laughs) i I might might change some of my challenges that i've been working weeks on for and go
3: "Hmm." if you you can write some ideas down it means
2: you guys had a good so we're definitely playing capture the flag because that capture the flag fucking bomb Let me tell you what. <laughs> Defending something while attacking. Can't defend a Ghost show. in a gray the green box it's... having to capture the flag. What shot? Dear Dungeon in a Box. Yeah. Um. All right. So, I mean, what, what's your best guess? What kind of challenge? I mean, probably something to do with. Like, we're all going to take acid and then have to find something out.
0: Why would we do that? That bird's a killer.
2: <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Brain,
0: um, not acid. What but, were you uh, before you were Boros? <laughs> I feel like you have some inner, <laughs> some inner demons that I, need to come out. I don't know. Uh, Pops never talked about it.
2: From somewhere, where we were guildless. <laughs> I know we was guildless for a while. I don't know where we come from originally, <laughs> okay. but I was born guildless, essentially. Anywho. Yeah, I mean, uh, no matter what, obviously it'll have something to do with illusions, and probably baseline having to deal with trying to find out what's real. Um, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to smash every door, chest, sconce, I'm not going to trust the gravy. (laughs) Mimics. Mimics.
0: There could, there could be, be mimics. That's all it is. It's going to be thirty faces of Don't mimics. Don't trust your eyes. <laughs> it's going to be on fucking edge. It's Don't just it's the entire room with every. Sorry, not it's going to be the last room. He's going to be like, "That's not." We made it. it. And He like, grabs the mug absolute... and he's like, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> like
1: a face just comes at me. I won't lie. I had considered making a mimic challenge just because you're afraid of mimics now. <laughs> like everything basically is a mimic.
0: Mimics. You get, mimic you get this healing potion, right? And Let's you, see. you take it
1: with you, you carry it around with you all this time, you go to take it, and the healing potion I got it. The is
2: challenge fine. is going to be a, a homebrew mimic mind Yeah, mind
0: it, You know. see Scraise go, like, what is player. this? It's a bag of M&M's. What's that stand for? Oh, fuck! Mimics and mind players. <laughs> <laughs> don't open the bag! Don't, don't, do, it. don't do it! And Scraise <laughs> is like, why No oh, just blows open, <laughs> mimics mind flares. come fly out. They were. You guys are giving me so many good <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Trick or treat, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to wake up a little bit. Sorry. Good. I've been, I've been like, I know you were. You looked a little little tired.
2: Drink some water. Water's better than coffee. i mm.
0: Like those, I probably drink both.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me change. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Alright, so that's uh demur. Demir. We're gonna five mimics. Mimics. That's it, that's all I wrote down.
1: <laughs> mimics. That's <is> <laughs> Um The uh Gruel clans railroads are um, railroads are railroads. a bunch of um uh, <laughs> wilderness against. loving yeah, beast and beast loving uh, basically, free roam rangers. Uh, some of them are obviously more hostile than others, but from what you know and remember of the Gruel the clans, they live by a very simple philosophy of the strongest survive, the strongest lead. There's oh. only room for the strongest.
0: All oh, I can think of. I don't know what popped in my mind. I think of the Cyclops now, carrying around like a little pet. But what was that fucking with Norm McDonald? <laughs> they're like, does he have his finger up that chihuahua's butt? <laughs> I don't think I said that was <laughs> What's that from? Dirty Deeds or uh, uh, no? It was uh, it was the Little Nicky. Huh? It was from Little Nicky. No, but no, it was he it, it was Norm McDonald's like only movie. But Chris Farley was in there, and he's like, "Hooker bit my nose." <laughs> I don't remember that movie. movie? I do remember, but it was, was him and oh, what's his name? Who I do was, not remember the name of that movie. Like I think he always did a lot of bits on Howard Stern. But it was the guy that played on. He was on Billy Madison as the golfer. As uh... a... <laughs> is
2: it the animal?
0: No, dirty work. Dirty work. That's it, right there. Yes, and they always played like pranks on people. But the thing is, like the guy that played the bad guy, he like owned all these apartment buildings, was shutting them down. He's like, does he have his finger up that juan? <laughs>
2: Man, Chevy Chase, Don Rickles.
0: Yeah, that thing. That thing was stacked
2: with people. In yeah, that. yeah, gonna have to look that one up. Anywho, it's funny. The Gruel.
0: The Gruel. Hooker, oh, Hooker bit my nose <laughs> off. <laughs>
1: So yeah, the only thing you know about them is that they uh, they believe in the, the strongest. And... Is might is right, and uh, you know that they hold beasts and other monsters in high
0: regard. Two knuckles deep.
2: Probably going to be some another sort of... That's just going to be
0: brute. That's just going to be brute strength. Yeah. So I understand this one. Rocky, you set this one out and let me yeah, in. Sure. Yep, we got this. We got <laughs> this. We got you know, this cavern. I'll just go on
2: to the next one without, I'll just take a break.
0: <laughs> you take a break. You take a mental break. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be worn out from the puzzles. Uh, and the mimics. And the mimics. The MMs. <laughs> uh.
2: I, I envision that one being a, similar to what we've kind of already done with them. They throw this champion at yep. us, this champion beast, and we have to defeat it in some way.
0: I feel like this just me. Watch out for your dad.
2: Well, I mean, he's participating in the competition. It's possible. So we always got to watch out for him, but he's not necessarily a gruel. So I don't think we necessarily have him as a, a challenge boss. I think it'll be a, a separate fight. Could be another Mentor, though.
0: Will you lend him your armor and then how bird is that? I got you.
2: <laughs> I know how effective that is. And... I'm Yep. I hear Fireball works too. <laughs> it's pretty good.
0: My eyebrows and... haven't grown back since. You have yeah. eyebrows before, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well here from that. Yeah. You should see his chest. Hard. <laughs> I burned his nipple off. <laughs> All right. So after
2: the roll. Girl... Yep.
1: Uh, so the is it league um, are a bunch of inventors and trying to make the world a better place. Through uh, machinery and magical things combining. Um, everything that you've seen having to do with them has either been some sort of uh, machines, um, piping, and it's all been trying to figure out ways to harness both, I'm sorry, all three elements of uh, fire, water, and magic also lightning they like to mess around with that stuff too uh, and they have figured out how to make these like weird little batteries that run off of arcane energy Um, so that's what you know about them
2: so we'll have to put out a magical fire that was caused by lightning with water
0: that's that's close enough we'll, we'll work on that when it comes well, I
2: mean, what what ideas you got? It's good that we prepare, think about Well, it.
0: I think we're going to have to deal with... You notice that everything is mechanical. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we're either going to have to deal with, like, a little mecha droids. Or we're going to have to deal with baby traps. Or maybe it's something like problem solving. So, yeah. So, I think that'd be a good thing for Elvin's little hand puppet to deal with. <laughs> Especially if there's something that squishes it. If we have to fill in holes with we'd use all the punders.
2: I like that yep. idea.
0: Yeah, he has hundreds of them. So,
2: Alright, what's next? The, uh,
1: golgari swarm um they are the uh they produce food they also dispose of all the organic wastes as far as uh plants even some corpses as the cemeteries and tombs now are starting to
0: we're just going to shit in a bucket to, to, uh, plant, field. To, plant, uh, plant to
1: to fill in um from what you have seen and interact with them they have a sort of harmonious and symbiotic relationship with the Undead, and Plants.
0: I'm not sure about these guys. Undead Plants. I don't know. I'm not looking forward to any tests from these guys. Yeah, it could range from anything, from zombies to plants to recycling.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we gotta clean out a latrine.
0: Or we could be the compost
2: at the end of the day. We could. Makes me think of a Rick Moranis movie with a giant alien flower. <laughs> that movie sucks. <laughs> it does. I'm sorry. I didn't like it. That's all for the first time this year. I want to hear it.
0: <laughs> Yes,
3: yeah, I'm going home.
0: Actually, I'm just going
2: over here right here. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, uh, oh, <laughs> Damn it. uh, so a kind of undead plant Ugh,
3: made, from
2: <laughs> made from more, made for waste. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know. This one might have involving. Something like fighting, probably something undead, plant-like. Could be something completely different, who knows. Alright, what's next? The
1: uh, Silesnia Conclave believe in the uh, blending of nature and society whereas the gruel wish to keep things very much the way that they were without society's intervention the Silesnia have found ways to make the two cohesive symbiotic and get along they believe in combining modern technologies and architecture and structure with what exists um You know that they also hold certain beasts in high regards, and they also hold plants in high regards. Out of all the guilds you've had interaction with, you feel that you understand them the least.
0: That's fair.
1: They are sort of kind of private. They kind of keep to themselves and kind of do their own thing. I feel like we've
2: only been over there like once or twice. Total. Yeah, once uh, for potions Mm -hmm. and then once for that tree. Yep. That poor tree yeah well, we know that they're susceptible to like fire necrotic things oh. fire things, <laughs> poison things you know that affects their ecosystem pretty hard, so let's well, well, just to assume if maybe fight something there yeah. maybe when we're going through this list, we throw out some weaknesses too that's true maybe yeah. something to fight them with so um something. Hmm blending things together. Maybe we have to, like, aim some sort of rabid creature or something. That's true, yeah. Um, aim some rabid plant creature monster. Yeah. We'll be like a smoke-off or something, I can see that. Cheech and Chong kind of deal. <laughs> all you have to do is smoke all this weed. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Con save, con save, con save.
1: I'm gonna give you this big bag of weed. Oh, I got a crush. You guys no, gotta smoke weed for two and a half hours straight. No breaks, no peeing, no drinking. No first one to die loses.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So. Man, why
1: didn't I think of that before I already worked really
2: hard on your guys' actual challenge? So tame any Bullshit. Oh no! You broke it. That was the one that was like glued, not real well. What?
1: Yeah. Sorry, we have some technical difficulties. Somebody fucked with our camera.
0: Oh, way. Damn it. Probably won't stay. We probably have to glue it again. Where's the glue? Where's I don't, I don't know, the glue. know. It's not my house. I
2: don't, have, I don't have any glue. Well, it's only me that's missing.
0: No, we're good. Oh. We're good. Right on bill, got it. <laughs> well, I hit Woo! it in my head. I was like, I'm gonna adjust it. Yeah, I, <laughs> good enough. Okay, that's close. Nobody really likes watching this anyway. We got <laughs> people watching this. We got <laughs> fans, guys. Well, hell yeah, whatever. Fantastic.
1: And thank you all for watching. We appreciate <laughs> all of you, whether it is presently or in the future.
2: Alright, so Selesnya, smoke off,
1: next. It's It's the Selesnya up and smoke tour, it's going to be great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's me, Dave.
1: Okay. Uh, The (laughs) next one is the Civic Combine. This is another guild that you have not really had a lot of dealings with because uh, they don't really dwell on the surface, they also kind of keep to themselves. Uh, The thing that you know as far as their function within society is that they are uh, healers, they offer medicines, Uh, vaccines. They've come up with a lot of uh, vaccines for uh, some known viruses and plagues that have tried to pop up from time to time. Um, They hold by the belief of modifying what is there to make it better. And they very much believe in the ideology of
3: evolution.
2: All right, so we know the simic is uh, vulnerable to Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> I don't know if Back. it's just a simic. It sounds Back. like everybody's vulnerable to yeah, that frog thing. Just t- t- not
0: Except for poor frog, bro. Um, we just know that most of them are. Acceptable to bards, <laughs> it's true. Just bards in general, it's just bards in general. They hate music, they're like, ah, I hate music. It sucks.
2: But yes, you start playing music, they'll leave.
0: What, those are guys who like, listen to the Beatles. Like, god, all their songs. How are often terrible. have I haven't even used my like, um, your skin flute? I haven't used that in a while either. But <laughs> <Yeah>. Thanks. <laughs> I haven't used Vicious Mockery in forever. That's true, yeah. I feel like I'm doing it. I don't tell you what spells to cast. I just feel like I'm doing I have to carry this team half the damn time. <laughs> <laughs> Vicious Mockery with its 1d4 is not really going to fucking kill the... <laughs> well, my
1: Rocky... The, the Mimic Army? Dogs. Yeah, you're right. It won't be very good against the Mimic the- Army. I thought you
0: said to mimic garden. I was like, oh god, that would be <laughs> horrible. That's <a> good idea. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> now like, look at that. Oh. I'm just letting like, you know. I'm, I'm I, this
1: is the episode. I'm going to go home. All the little ideas that you guys have said. I'm like, well, that was a good one. Great. That we're a, now that he made one.
0: fun of little shop of whores. He's like, <laughs> oh, he's it's fun. like Rocky up front. It's like you guys are well, getting the big ass fucking plant. It's a screwing. So so Rocky, Rocky, Rocky thinks he's going to pick this for his wife. He's like, it's great. Fucking turns into a mimic flower
2: fuck well, gonna catch, yeah, he's gonna do it when we're not thinking about it too
0: it's like feed hey, me I
1: always throw things up that you guys like didn't you think I remembered that I always remember when you guys don't think oh, I yeah. remembered it
2: it's gonna be like two years later <laughs> it'll be a different campaign it'll be a you guys won't even be in this me. one anymore um all right so I feel like this one's gonna test many different like vast uh, qualities since yep. they're into blending species. Yeah, so endurance in general as well, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be maybe a little bit more physical, like mm-hmm. physical endurances and different settings.
0: But how many teams are each? That's pens? Ducks. Guild is gonna have you I know, think, think want... it
1: was one team per guild. The guilds are each going to get one team. Uh the competition is open up to other members who are not within guilds. And other guilds would be able to run as long as they were not affiliated with the said guild. Mm-hmm. However, from what you gathered, your yeah, your that group right is like odd because mm-hmm. you all are in other guilds. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you are representing one lone guild is odd. Almost from what you understand, all of the other comp, com, competition people will be from one guild. It doesn't actually seem like there's a lot of interest within the guildless, within the city to run. Maybe they have been coerced out of it. Maybe they just don't care. They're hoping that you all fail and you guys get destroyed. Not all of Ravnica likes the guilds. It's not our problem. The the bickering amongst yourselves, and the petty squabbles, and the bureaucracy of it, and the fact that all of these people have to abide by the rules that you've laid in place, and they don't really have a lot of say in. So there is a lot of dislike amongst those who are not in guilds. And those not in guilds greatly outnumber those who are.
3: I'm ready. Next one.
1: Um, the Cult of Rakdos. The Cult of Rakdos are the manual labor force and, oddly enough, also the entertainers within Ravnica. Um, they embellish more of the entertainment side and are known more for their crazy shenanigans and often... Destructive performances. In fact, that's how you met Skristener. Um, There are some within that are more reserved and more highly revealed. Not all of them are nearly as chaotic. But those who are the most fanatical in trying to seek Lord Rakdos' approval, they go to much more destructive or violent ends to be noticed.
0: I think this is going to be a, one of our most mild-mannered... Probably, fights, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just no, it's gonna be. I'm just kidding, it's gonna be unpredictable. That's true. I don't know. How I much think, true. out of all of us, this is gonna be the most unpredictable fight we deal with. The challenge is making Lord Rakdos land, it's gonna be the most painful. Yeah, I feel
2: like it's going to be something along the lines of uh, what we did Suffering. Yep, that too. Uh, But what we do with Krinko when he had that kind of maze that we went through, and it's kind of chaotic. chaotic And Mm -hmm. never know what's actually going to happen. It depends on your choices. And I think it could be something like that, like uh, one of those scary fun houses, but deadly. That's pretty much what that is. Krinko's was. Yeah. You do know that they have
1: these things called murder houses, which are. At times like funhouses. There we go. Just with more murder. Case. They just call them murder houses. Wonderful. Sometimes that's know. literal, Sometimes <laughs> it's not. but with less labs. They also have these places known as slaughterhouses. Oh. oh that's a step yeah. up. Where yeah. the more depraved acts take place. But those places are more um high society. The the Hellfire oh. Club would be considered a slaughterhouse.
0: Mm. The, the poor people get the murder house. <laughs> the, the poor people get the murder house.
2: All right, so with that one, expect the unexpected. It's going to be rough. It's going to be crazy it's and chaotic. Crazy. All right. That leaves
1: the Orzov Syndicate. The uh the thing that you know most about the Orzov Syndicate is that they have the most diverse types of members they have a group of clerics known as Law Mages who uphold the law in a weird way different than the Boros Legion and the Azorius Senate. But uh, they are forms of clerics. Um, They are the religion and also the banking system within Ravnica.
0: So what we're going to deal with is a big, monstrous finger thing. Yep. A giant. I will Elevin. let you know
1: that Elvin is a complete and total exception within the Orzhov. There is no one else in the Orzhov like him.
2: But a giant Harvey.
1: He would honestly, with the changes that he's undergone, fit more in, I would say, the semi
0: Combine.
1: Actually, House <laughs> Demir.
0: Oh, would he?
1: Yep he's a little bit even more chaotic for them but Elvin's his own person we've seen that you also know that he's been through a lot and that he's changing
2: he's like a caterpillar. alright guys so yeah they gonna... are like
1: the banking system they are the, the religion you've been in churches of theirs called basilicas and you know that if you need money you can get it from them but you gotta pay it back
2: This one's just going to be a lot of counting. That's just a bunch of financing. There are a
1: lot of whispers there. Also like the organized crime within the city.
2: So it could have something to do with paying back in debt. Bank heist. That'd be cool. Um, Maybe it's something... uh, some kind of challenge that is really, really hard, but they have very strict limitations on it, right? So, like, you have to do a bank heist, but you have to follow these specific rules. So, maybe, like, no magic, or you can't kill any people, or, uh, you know, maybe something like that. Something pretty strenuous, but you can't use your normal bag of tricks to do it. Mm-hmm. Any other ideas? Not crazy familiar with this guild. Yeah. Just spitballing right now. I get it.
3: Yeah.
1: That is all the information on all the guilds. Good book. Uh is there any other things that you seek out in the library or would you like to now head someplace
0: else? I think I'm good. For now. Yep. I think the old times, Chris has been like ripping pages out of <laughs> books and like making paper airplanes. <laughs> Origami. Yes, sounds right. Or writing into his little journal like ideas of what he's going to use. Like, oh, Burn Loud well Library. Idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Mint purse.
2: All right, ready to go, Chris? Fiddle tip, thib- you got to wake Chris up. Yeah, uh... It's uh, your initiation. He, uh, he
1: kind of, like, crawls up the chair, and... He, he smacks you in the face, like, back and forth, like, <laughs>
0: it's Chris is just like... A... Oh, he's dead. <laughs> Wakes up, sees that fucking eyeball staring at him, like...
1: He gets right up in your face, he's like...
0: I think he's dead.
1: No, I'm pretty sure he's still breathing. He knocks on your head.
0: Are you dead? I wish... <laughs> <laughs> Library's caramel.
2: We're getting ready to leave now. (laughs) We're leaving. Let's go. I don't know. We're going to Rocky's.
0: Sure. Your house?
2: Well, we can go to my house if you like. I was thinking Rocky's the bar.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that place.
2: What we own that bar. (laughs) You know, I always
0: forget you call it
2: Rocky's. Oh, we call it Rocky, sure.
0: Okay.
2: Not, you know what we could do? We could put a sign up on the bar that says "Rockies," so that way everyone knows.
0: You know what? That's, that's, what that's the called. first thing we're gonna do when we get back. I'm I, gonna get guys right on it.
2: I feel like this is something I want to undertake myself. Like this is a big deal.
0: Can you spell?
2: Yeah. Can you? Yes. We Some can do it together.
0: Do it together.
2: If, I, if you're making any grammatical errors, I'll just I'll help you correct. You got me.
0: it. <laughs> We're on top of it.
1: I'm, I'm just ha- I'm having flashbacks of uh, Gus and Cratch. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. God, what a
1: good one episode. One of those episodes. Holy
2: the one episode where it was just us two.
1: It was like 48 hours, but better.
2: Let's <laughs> go so find a horse barn, guys. There's a little PN, the stable boy in it. Crinkle. Uh, that was one of my favorite episodes. I love watching it so that weird. back. That it was, was so good. <laughs>
1: I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I only got two players, and you guys not only stepped up, you like exceeded my expectations. So, <laughs> no kid,
3: get
2: fucking kill You, if you want to look and watch that episode, it should be on YouTube. It. So. Yeah. I don't know if we labeled them back then, yeah, they have names. What do you know? The um, name?
1: it was the one where I don't remember the title, but.
2: Yeah, it's like third to last yeah something. it was it
1: was almost yeah. one of the last last ones it's really good like the whole campaign was good like the final episode we're all like
0: misty-eyed and weeping <laughs> and i'm like yeah no really this is so good but yeah, yeah. When we raided the the barn with the little kid in it, it <laughs> and he's like is that use creek or like pretty they it we gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: we had a mini, like a mini campaign that we did before this online, so it's it's pretty damn good. Definitely uh, check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's like what 10, 10 episodes or it, something. Yeah, maybe, maybe, 12, maybe 12. twelve. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It
1: was the one that we did before we did this one, and yeah. I was trying to like get through everything, but I had to like get through it really fast. But it was fun. It was a good time.
0: Yeah. It was yeah. then I mean, you went up there and your your uh your what the very um uh, your your sorcerer your magical and you threw a fireball right in the middle of all <laughs> Yeah, my wild magic, wild magic. I've done that more than <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was awesome.
1: Uh, yeah, there were some, there were some nice surprises in there. Mm-hmm. A rematch with Strahd, False Hydra. Uh-huh. You guys fought Xanathar at the end. Like, there was a lot of
2: stuff that happened. Somehow some beat him. It's
1: all in there. All that stuff's in there. Yep. It, go watch the campaign. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
2: on yeah. our YouTube.
1: Uh, welcome all the new viewers. We appreciate the the watches. Um, so uh, you guys are heading back to. Rockies slash the bar name a bar unknown. Rockies,
0: no, um, bar. Mm-hmm. no, that's that's gonna be the strip club next door. All <laughs> oh, right, the right, right. Goblin strip club. Uh, so, you guys are gonna have to go into <laughs> precinct four,
1: which is not far from where like you are. You have to basically go through precinct five and go across 10th Street to get there. Um, Baking yeah. grease. Just... We'll say the 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 entire library thing took a couple of hours to be there and look and read and kind of skim through the books. Um, so it'll probably take you. A, considering how close you are, maybe a half hour to get to Precinct 4. Um, so, uh, yeah, you guys wander in through the streets, down through 10th Street. You make it over into uh, the little bar, kind of not on the main strip, kind of out in nowhere.
0: <laughs> you, I mean, you
1: see the goblins there. They're yeah, still hanging out. The
0: only two goblins are, like, hanging in front. Like, okay, guys, um, have we thought of a name of this place yet? <laughs> I want to say this to them without, like, Rocky here. I, I thought we were going to call it the Goblin Hut. I like that.
2: The Goblin Hut? I love yeah. That. That's a it. Clash of Clans reference.
0: Yeah.
2: It's not called that? There How about that. Goblin Haven? I uh, thought of one. It's the Gobland. I'm sure I said the last episode. <laughs> I mean, you know, as long as it's great, it's okay with that. I'm just, I'm just throwing out ideas.
0: Oh, big boy. here. <laughs> so, as far as... When He's around, it's called Rockies. That's a dumb name. <laughs> that's we're just going to cater to him while he's here. I mean, he, maybe if we have ownership, roxy, like, he does have a small ownership in this place. That's fair. Okay, you guys, how about, make the how about we call it Rock with the Goblins or <sighs> Rock and Goblins? Rock and Goblins. Rocking Goblin. Rocklin'. I love Ooh. that. We're gonna have live music. You need to.
2: Yeah, okay. Goblin' Band.
0: I can play a... something. We'll figure it out. I can play a pan. Yeah, Like yeah. a pan flute? No, a pan. <laughs> Just get a pan, and I've got- Here, you know what? I can play this. And I pull up the skin flute, but I can play this for- Yeah, we- What the hell is that thing? It's a skin flute! <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> it's a musical instrument that was given to me! Yeah, I got a musical instrument in my <laughs> pants too, I don't call. It. You report to the back window, this is all right. I know what you're talking about. about. <laughs> that's great. Ugh. My
1: butt makes noises, I don't call that an instrument either.
0: Damn it! everybody makes fun of my flute maybe you should give it a different name Mm-mm. maybe the leather flute no it's a skin flute it's made off skin uh, hey whatever you want it's... good thing it's not short and stabby y'all make fun of that too it's <laughs> it's girthy <laughs> Ah, fuck Let's just go in the bar and drink. Yeah, right, you
2: guys go in.
0: Man, do you have to
2: talk about them, about the sign and the paint? Yeah, we we're
0: getting them made. They're going to start on it with rock. Okay. Yeah. Um, Go ahead and get all started on the sign that we talked about. Well, just get the supplies. I'll do the sign. Okay.
2: Uh, no problem. Yeah, sure. Whatever you guys want. Yeah, like, like some paint and some brushes and some wood, <laughs> maybe some nails. A Dremel. Do you work for this guy? Nah, I probably work for I've got a plan. Just
1: yeah, you got it. Signs, He's can pretty big. He's
3: he squash. Them.
0: Them. <laughs> yeah, he definitely squashes. <laughs> so, yes. We're going to get the stuff, and I get stuff together, make sure it's a smaller sign so he can put his Rockies on it, and then we're going to make our sign for the front, make it you know, a little bit bigger, not much, just an up-their doorway. I got a plan. I will take care of it from there. This is so, good. so yeah, they bring you all the supplies to make your sign. Alright, what what do they you do, they do whatever do? you need to, Rocky. Because this is it's Rocky's.
2: What what did they bring me?
1: Uh they bring you some paint, they bring you some pieces of wood, uh some nails, some like chains. Um like okay. hanging hook chains, maybe for hanging up. They're not real big, but or I should say they're not real long.
2: How much uh wood do they bring?
1: Um, I'd say a couple of nice sized boards, maybe two or three, maybe six foot long boards. Maybe uh like two by four. Okay. Okay,
2: okay. Y'all got a saw? Um, yeah.
1: He runs in the back and he brings out like a it's like a tool bucket. it's, uh, it's got like basic hammer, basic saw.
2: Cool. All right, I'm gonna start working on this. Y'all go inside and enjoy a drink with your your king's grizz. Oh, cool! Night off,
1: great.
0: Like it. All right, let's go. As they walk in, but like if that fucking sign gets hung up in front of my bar, you're all fired. So many mixed signals. I love it. You're getting paid? Yeah, I make money.
2: You guys are getting paid. <laughs> it's well, right. How much are you making?
1: Um, he reaches his pocket, pulls out a few coins. This much, yeah, but, thought... like forever. I get this like
0: every week, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I, t- I get a hold of what is it, squeegee or sque- s- squeegee? <laughs> <laughs> the one behind the ball right out the part. It's like squeegee or this rag or some what? shit. What? Slotsy. His name is Slapsy, yes. Yeah. Slapsy. <laughs> squeegee. Squeegee. So, what do you have to drink tonight, boys? Um, the special. Alright. What you want to decide what's the special today? Do you want the special or, like, what we serve the normal people? <laughs> I want the... Do I look normal to you? Well, yeah, I mean, your friends kind of. Huh? are. Yeah, they can have the normal shit. I want the
1: good stuff. All right, you got it. And he 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 pours several different things into a, a
0: big ass mug and then he spits in it. Here you go. You're not gonna stir it. I want that floating on top. I want it mixed in there. He he pulls into his
1: pocket. And he pulls out this it looks like a dirty ass fork. And he's like, here you go.
0: And that's what fucking service is <laughs> with a smile. Yes. And I take it and I clink mugs with Rocky. Yep.
1: He mixes all of your outside. guys up, but he does not spit. Oh, that's
0: right, he's outside. And I, yes,
1: yeah. He he pours a couple other ones, but he does not spit in those.
0: <laughs> you gotta have the special, special salt. And I walk out there, and I'm starting to watch Rocky. Just like I'm drinking my beer, special. Yeah, Rocky, you want your drink? Um, I'm good. I'm I'm
2: hard at work here. Uh, I'd like to stay focused if that's all right. Okay. Um, um when you're, with d- when you're done with that
0: sign, let me know, because I can get the goblins up high enough to hang that.
2: I can reach higher than they can. No worries. No. Well,
0: the doorway is special. I put a special magical thing, so to hang that, you just come talk to me and we'll take care of it. I'll
2: let you know what it looks like. I'll get you when it's
0: done. Have fun, buddy. Consuasion. I like that like, persuade him into coming back to me. Do I get
1: a counter roll? What am I rolling? Um, It would be a contested God. persuasion roll, I would assume. Because you're trying to persuade him to leave you alone, and he's trying to persuade you to listen to him. 16.
2: 6.
0: <laughs> I'm a... I got a six also, but I have a. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I got a Bard. Um, I would say that his his argument
1: is, is persuasive, but still, ultimately, you're not being influenced by a spell. You guys are friends and companions. It's kind of by how you I'm sure. interpret this.
2: Yeah, go have fun. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I don't want to put any more burden on you. I'm going to hang the sign up. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to go back see the family. I'm going to let them
0: know signs complete. You you want anything to eat or drink before you go um, or you going to say goodbye first?
2: Yeah, I want to say bye. The the wife's
0: cooking dinner and, Okay. you know could be, you know. You get that sign dinner. hung. Yeah. Get that sign hung. All right.
1: All right. All right, back to work. So, uh is there anything else that you all would like to accomplish? Before the evening. So when done. he
0: leaves on <laughs> he's the like, back I'm not
1: done. Yes, I have things I want to do on the back I'm side of that things.
0: sign, it's gonna say Rockin' Goblins or Rocklin' Goblins. And the goblins know as soon as they see Rocky to flip the sign back to the other side. <laughs> <With a
2: button. laughs> oh, he's coming no,
0: that's the goblin's job. He's up there. He's up there. And there's like a little hole in the top of the thing and he's like our oh, look' so, so comes Rocky. Like they know and they take <laughs> up there, and you see somebody come through a little cubbyhole, they flip the sign around. Now that to remember this every fucking I time love it. Um, it says Back Rocky's place when he comes in, every and it's gonna say Rockland Goblins. <laughs>
1: I love when he it. leaves, and he's not. But I am here for the shenanigans. Let's that's fine, it's
2: absolutely lovely. Uh,
1: so yeah, so there is nothing else. Um, assume that you all get your long rest. You go back to your family. You have all agreed to meet up in the morning in the Trans Guild Promenade in Precinct 1. Um
2: I cut the sign out of the wood, mm-hmm. painted it with all the paints, hung it up nice and easy over the door, nailed it in so it's kind of sticking out from the building a little bit with the okay. wood. Oh, wait. Yes, I would yeah. like to see if I go bug hunting and maybe catch a, like right. basically the amount of bugs I would need for my giant inspe- you, go, you critical pull, you Do they the require bugs to cast them? Yeah, so it actually, well, the spell is an enlarged. What kind instinct. of bugs and how many are you trying to find? Um, I would probably, so nice. it says I can do what, three? Three spiders. So, so i probably the the regular spiders? a piece of wood now. That three spiders. I would think that those would be easy to <laughs> find. <laughs> and then maybe, if possible, well, I, I don't figured, know like, how common extra scorpions extra are. And maybe a scorpion, too. Um, scorpion. um,
1: scorpion. Scorpions on the surface are not common. <laughs> they are more common in the underground.
2: Okay. Well, I'll keep
1: an eye out <laughs> for so. one, but... Oh, you know what? I'll give you a person roll one. How about that? Ability. That seems about as
0: fair as we can do it. That's fair enough. Then I'll make them cut the wood oh, yeah. and have like a little rope. And I like rolled 7. So no. they just That's like fair enough.
2: Around. Fair enough. So, yeah, I'd like to see if I can catch some spiders and just poke a hole in the I would say jar. spiders,
1: yeah. Uh, probably, that would be easier to find than sure. other things.
2: Cool, I got some bugs in the jar. Yeah.
0: Cool. Why are you taking all the good ingredients to our food? These are magic spell components.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, um, food comparison. You guys get your long rest. If you have not already leveled from the last fight you were in, please do that now.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you get all your spell slots back, all of your items are back. Yeah, spell uh, slots. All, all all you guys are completely and fully healed. You're going into this competition fresh.
2: Fresh, fresh, fresh.
1: Uh, you get up early. To enjoy breakfast with your respective people that you are with. Uh, Slapsy works throughout the morning and uh, gets you guys some nice... He's found some kind of eggs somewhere. You're not sure if they are some Bird eggs, chicken eggs, uh, rock eggs. You're not really sure, um, but they're good. He fries them up. Um, he also seems to have found some non-moldy potatoes somewhere along the lines. And... Uh, Rocky's family has a very traditional, like, uh, it's a very, like, bread-heavy meal. Lots of, uh, muffins and, and, like, biscuits, and some of them have, like, uh like, a spice on the top, um, but mixed with, like, brown sugar, and so they have, like, a sweet, spicy kind of crunch on the top.
2: Um. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh. Rose, you make that those blueberry ones I like. Absolutely, <laughs> you, you know I got to take care of my my man. <laughs> You're the best.
1: All right, y'all. I don't I don't know what voice that is right now. I don't think I've ever actually spoke for Rose. So
2: <laughs> I think you had maybe your dinner one. Dinner I can't here.
1: remember all the voices I have.
2: All right, uh, I'll go round up children for breakfast here. You're the best. Be careful. I'm gonna do my best. So I got my team with me. I support them. They all support me. I'm not sure about that, Elvin. He's a little, a weird. Well, we all play our part. I think my part is to make sure his weird's on our side. That's fair. It it can be a good weird if it's directed away from you. <laughs> Who
0: are you talking to? Rose, at my house. Oh. Wife. Yeah, okay, no, I'm sorry. I uh, almost tried it there. <laughs> I, I think that I have, uh... you, you, you idiot? You've, uh, you, you, you. You, you, you've, I just my mouth is the You
1: You've just been gone so long,
2: and I worry about you. I I know. Uh, Hopefully after this, it's gonna be a little bit of a different life. I want it to be. I want to be here for the young'uns. You know, they got a lot of growing up to do. Um... Uh, but they can't grow up in a Ravnica that is completely chaos with you're structure. You're right. You're right. And if
1: for some... You're just not a... You're not a young bull anymore. We, we need you to think about maybe retiring at some point.
2: Well, I'm hoping after this I'm going to get like a... A desk boros job. You know? Push some papers. Maybe just train some troops up. Be more like I, a
1: teacher. I, I would sleep better at night, that's for sure.
2: I would love to not sleep on the road anymore you know that generally don't make sleeping bags our size
1: i mean the, the the kids they're growing and you're missing it you know i
0: know I... you're shitty dad and i am proud of you Ouch. Well, I think the tank won't hurt more than that. <laughs> well, devil.
2: You take three it. points of
1: psychic
0: damage. Yeah. <laughs> when the bard takes you out numerous <laughs> times. Frizz <It's not
2: laughs> catches uh, vicious mockery from however far away you are. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the I goblins forget to turn the sound sounds, back. Sounds best. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm open after this. There's not going to be much need for me to do what I'm doing anymore. We're going to be saved.
0: We're gonna be good. I hope you're right. And we're gonna be. His together. dad walks from the back bedroom. You're not the man of the house anymore.
2: <laughs> Johnny, not like this. Grandpas are dead now.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: You call me grandpa Dad. Granddaddy, this is Kentucky Navica.
1: Getting <laughs> weird <in> here, guys. <laughs> in the back. <laughs> Uh, so you spend time with the family. You spend time with the kids. Uh, the morning passes relatively quiet. Um, you meet up in the Trans Guild Promenade. A little bit before eight, you find Elvin. He is there waiting. It doesn't even look like he slept, but honestly, as of late, it doesn't look like he sleeps (laughs) much anymore. It never looks like he
0: sleeps. Uh,
1: you notice that whatever's happening to him... These uh these spectral wings that he developed, they seem to only pop out during certain times. They're not a full-time aesthetical thing that's there all the time. Uh, maybe under certain but he's got like the holes now in the back where they sort of force themselves out. but right now he's he just looks like Elvin. Um, you know that the transformation is taking a toll and based off of just the observations that you've had, You know that he will not be able to contain the power within him forever. It will either destroy him or he will complete his mission.
0: Alvin? Alvin? Yeah? Yeah? Are you going to die? Well, I mean, I already died. I know a lot. I just wanted to ask you. This guy, he's a dick.
1: (laughs) But you're my best friend. I
0: was your husband for a little bit. And I love you. Oh, oh God that's like a bad taste of gravy right there in your mouth
1: so we got like a, a competition to win I
0: believe yeah. yeah yeah anytime you want to show up for this I always bring it do you yeah feels like you've been a little south of us lately just swinging away. I never hit you guys. No. Just a tiny little ball. Chasing a tiny little ball away from us. Like you're not around anymore. I have one little quest. You're just chasing it away. I mean, I I have things I'm trying to do. You have things
1: you're trying to do. I made a promise. You know, I took on all this, this
0: responsibility, and... It's like you're in debt to the cart master. I'm in debt to... Lila. One day your debts will be paid. I hope so. And no more debts to be paid. Unfortunately, the debt I have to collect is in blood. When's enough blood enough?
1: Her her specific instructions were to deal with my enemies, and then I had to deal with
0: hers. Here's her enemies. You know, that's the funny thing. I don't know.
1: But she said that we were going to bring Anna back to was of and make it like it was before i don't know what it was like before it's always been I <clears> can't wait to fight the ghost what
0: else are your enemy? i feel like she would have just killed me oh she's using you as a tool right now clearly
1: but i'm also using her for now for now It doesn't matter if my story goes on much past this, right? It's it's an ends to a mean, or a means to an ends. I had my shot. This is, I consider, borrowed time. And I knew the stakes going into it, succeeding my mission, or I no longer can cross over into that great beyond. Those were her words, not mine. And it seemed like a good deal.
3: So I will help you as far as I can.
1: But when it comes to the things that I have to do,
0: I have to do them you have known that all along. It's all about you. It's all about the task. No, it's all about you.
1: Well, I don't know if that's accurate. I've always helped you guys. If it helped you. That's not true at all. We've done a lot of things together that didn't benefit me at all. You think I wanted to go down in that boat down to the bottom of the ocean and fight those weird frog things? I don't like boats. You think that I, I wanted to uh, to, to go into the nightclub there and look at all these secrets that Mr. Secret Pants McGee over here wouldn't tell us
0: about? Yes, sir. you enjoyed the nightclub. I mean, it was cool, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I've never been in one, but, you know, like, that wasn't for me. So are you ready? Of course I'm
1: ready. And when it comes time, when we're ready to go take out Rocky's dad or deal with Rocky's dad, I'm going to introduce him to Skullfuck. And that benefits me not at all.
0: Because well, You still don't benefit you. I mean, me and Rocky ain't like
1: best but friends what if like she's me one of, you. But what if he's one of the enemies?
0: Who? Rocky, Rocky's dad. Ivan Terrible. opera guy's name name. Horace. Yeah, Boros. Boros.
1: Toros. It's Rocky's enemy. Yes. You guys have helped me
0: kill my enemies. I will help you kill yours. But we haven't technically killed all your enemies. We haven't technically killed all yours. You don't have
1: to be a dick. I mean, isn't that Madame Madrid crazy lady still looking for you? I ain't worried about her. And don't you got, like, more than that enemies? You're looking for this Ichabod guy or
0: something? Yeah, that one burned a little bit. (laughs)
1: I mean, you guys all have people in your past and it's it's beneficial. You guys agreed to help me, I agree to help you. But I'm the only one here hanging with debt over my head. So I I have to do the job. Or else. So I do apologize if it seems like these are all for selfish means. But I don't have a choice. But she told me to help my friends. My friends to help me. Because she said that I couldn't do it by myself. She's right. We never would have got this
2: far individually. Okay, my head caved in by a
3: goblin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if anything, that little test within Grinko's little fun house proved that we are better together than by ourselves. I may have died there too. May have. So I do apologize if it seems that I am selfish,
3: but I don't really have a choice.
1: Would you like to shake hands and be over it now? We got to work together on this, Grizz. We got to be cohesive. This doesn't benefit me either. I'm running this maze, risking my life. I could be out looking for my debtors. And those who I have to collect against. But this is something that you guys feel you want to do.
0: And I'm on board. I will help you do it. I will shake his hand. When I shake his hand, I put a, I have the finger, and I put it like in the palm of his hand. You don't have to keep tabs on where I'm at. That was me just trying to help you. It was. Keep your finger.
3: Okay.
1: And as you're shaking, you notice that you're actually shaking the multi-fingered
0: pet thing that he has? I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. Oh, man. But and he's holding on to it. And I I just do I notice it? Not at first, but no. yes. You do notice it. I take it and no. <laughs> my. Like... Okay. There'll be something in your future. I hope so. I have one. I'm talking about the little head. But in the meantime, we got a competition to win. Let's do it.
1: Sounds good. I think they're getting ready to maybe start. Yep. Looks like a bunch of important people that way.
3: <laughs> so,
1: as uh, you are all sort of kind of watching the crowds gather, uh, mm-hmm. there's a there's a big gathering of guildless and some guild members uh, basically surrounding this massive centered piece of the Trans Guild Promenade. The Trans Guild Promenade uh has what looks to be a very large symbol of all of the guild's insignia like made out in the brick even the even house demir now the little spider crab looking thing with the eyeballs um you notice something that you've never noticed before as you you've crossed the trans guild promenade many times you've been here now this is the third or fourth time the uh the guild insignia the 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 symbol of all the guilds it seems to radiate a like magic a humming magic that you never noticed before maybe it's now your understanding of the ley lines or you're just broadening sense of understanding of ravnica itself but it definitely radiates a, a a flow of energy and mana and and magic that you did not recognize or see before or feel before. Because you don't see it. You just feel it. You know that it's there. Um, As the ceremony begins to begin, you see the guild leaders there um, up on a makeshift stage um, with niv seemingly being the the head again. Um, As he approaches up into the center of the stage... Uh, you see all the guild masters. Uh, you see Borborigmos. You see Zagana. You see uh, the little bubble, uh, the darkness bubble with the the Obsidot and the Ghost Council there. Uh, you see Ariella. You see um, you see Lazav in his uh, full hooded cloak. And now in the more daytime hours, where before it was kind of dark around him, there was a little awning. You see that his cloak is almost similar to Displacement. It's not quite in... It's not quite solid, but not quite... ethereal. And he sort of moves with a... almost ghost-like quality. Um, where he seems to be in one place one second and then another, but you never actually see the movement. Um, you see um, Gerard from... Uh, the Golgari, the, the Lich out in the daylight. The it seems as though the sun may actually be hurting his eyes as he seems to be squinting. He's still in the full bone armor and the the bright bright white tattered cloak. Uh you see the dryad of the 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 three person to dryad wrapped around the tree trunk from the Selesnia conclave. Um you see Lord Rakdos has appeared and he seems as bored as ever kind of sitting with his uh With his haunches up, kind of like perched, just with his hands like this, (coughs) tapping his two fingers together, just waiting for this to be over. Um, All of the guild masters are there, everyone. um, Even Aspiria, the Sphinx. She looks the most regal out of all of them. In her gold armor and long flowing purple hair, um, whited out eyes, and her wings, she stretches them out for a bit and then curls them back in. Um, she's both majestic and terrifying. Niv-Mizzet approaches the stage, um, and a hush sort of falls upon the crowd. Members of Ravnica. Members of the community, members of the guilds, welcome. Today begins the illicit maze challenge. For the future of Ravnica and the Guilds. The competition, once started, must be completed within seven days. If no one completes the challenge within seven days, Azor's long forgotten spell, known as the Supreme Verdict, will eliminate all of the guilds from existence. And Ravnica will begin anew with those who have no affiliations. We hope that that does not happen. But the winner will also have the option to set off the supreme verdict should they choose. There will be 11 affiliated guilds running as we welcome the newest guild, the Paroons of Old. Ravnica has no foundation for this, so they have no guild hall to speak of. They are the newest members of the guild. And we hope to make them members of the Guild Pact once it's established. They seem to make claims that they wish the best for Ravnica as well. And he kind of points over in the direction of the Paruns of old. Uh, You see the very familiar form of Sudeik. Now who you know is not the heir of Sudeik, but actually the reincarnation of Sadak. You see his vampire bride, Lizaka's sister. There it is. She seems to have a wicked grin on her face as her uh her, her fangs are protruding. Um you look around to see for other members of the traitors to the guilds that you ran into before, but there is no sign of Tauros. There is no sign of some of the people you would think that would be there.
2: You
0: do see Madame Madrid. Do they have uh um... Where's she at? She's with him. With Rakdos? With Sadek. Sadek. How far away are we from each other?
1: Um you are in like the backstage area. They have not quite called you out. They are in like the front stage area. So I would say she's Are
0: stacked. they gonna call the teams out? Yes. Do we
2: notice the um, the uh, power Runes of old have an insignia of yes. too? Of...
1: Yes. It looks like a uh, set of fangs embedded around a pentagram with uh, a set of eyes
2: that are kind of in the middle of it. So we're backstage right now. Yep y'all think they, since they're a new guild, they're gonna have their own challenge? I don't know. It's possible. So, I mean, We've dealt with them before. We can yeah, deal with them again. Kinda. I mean, we never
0: really... Well, uh, we saw what they could do at the wedding. Well, and, one thing I you know red
2: from what we've learned about Sadek is he's a psychic vampire, so if, if true, it would probably be another thing to deal with our heads. Yeah, uh, I just feel like, well, it is a good idea to have something planned out ahead in case that is true. Yeah, I wonder, like, where their guild hall is, or, like, if it's over one of these Manaflow cool things, or, I mean, was it incorporated in the original maze itself, or, I don't know, I think that's a question that we're going to have to ask.
1: Um, Madame Madrid looks worse for wear. Uh, she looks ragged in comparison to the last one you saw her. She looks tired. She looks aged. Um, she was a human. She's still a human, but she looks almost as if she's aged maybe 10 years.
0: How far away are they from us?
1: Um, you are probably 75-ish feet away from them. As you're looking in the backstage area, you're seeing members of all the other guilds. There's, there's a lot of people back here.
2: Close enough for a fireball.
1: <laughs> um, Madame Madri herself is uh, wearing the traditional Rakdos type style. Um, it's like a headpiece that looks like horns that come off of it. Um, she's she's dressed in very almost like provocative style armor. Uh, so it shows like more of like a midriff. She's wearing like a long leather skirt um, that looks tattered. With it's black, but it, on the inside it's got like a almost like a rel- red velvety sort of material. Uh, it goes down way past her knees, but you notice that her midriff is hanging out. Um, she does look to be in pretty good shape. She doesn't seem to be, even for her age, she looks like she still is working out and hitting the gym, you know. Um, but she looks she looks like an older woman. Uh, not old. She looks like middle-aged, maybe, maybe early 50s at most, but still, the last time you saw her, she looked like she might have been in her early 40s, but she looks like she's aged almost a decade. She has like a little bit more silver in her hair um her eyes are like this glowing red with uh bits of yellow flecks through it it almost looks like her eyes are on fire as the sun catches them in certain ways and she has this just sadistic look on her face constantly it's not really a smile it's not really a grin um it, but it doesn't look welcoming it doesn't look warm and that's a very familiar face to you you've seen it a lot
0: so you say i'm about 70 feet out yeah so she could see out in the crowd right absolutely we're behind stage. Oh, we're behind the stage? You're
1: behind stage with all the other competitors.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, she's looking out towards, like, what? The people in the crowd? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. So, um... Thanks. Some formalities. We will be announcing the the, the... the guild runners, the champions of each of the guilds, um, who will be running the maze. And... Then there will be one final chime, and you will be off.
2: So, remind me again, where Where are we again?
1: You are in the Trends Guild Promenade.
2: And then where on the map is
0: that? Just so I have a better Trends idea. Trends Guild though.
1: Promenade is in Precinct 1. It is in the southeast corner of the map. I see it on the
0: map here. Okay,
1: cool. on. Okay, so with that, um, Niv-Mizzet says, we will begin in a, uh, I suppose, alphabetical of the guild's names so that there is no bias or prejudice in that. Please welcome your champions. Wish them luck as they hold the keys to Ravnica's future. Um... From the Azorius Senates, captain of the Azorius team, Lavinia of the 10th District, which you find odd because there are not 10 districts.
0: Only five, isn't there?
1: Huh. Uh, you see what looks to be a uh, one of the very familiar law mages within the, the Azorius Senate that you've seen many times. That, in fact, you've been arrested by them. Um she has like a blue, not quite a hood, but it's like a headpiece that covers her hair. She's dressed in full, almost like plate armor. Uh she has a very commanding presence. She's carrying one of the like the lawmaker sticks that you've seen that looks kind of like a staff with like a halo wand around it um, that allows them to decree and, and cast magic. On her side is uh is she's got a sword and on the other side she has like a the rolled up scroll that enables them to enforce laws or dictate laws um in arresting people you see other members from behind them with the uh the azora senate they look like different different types they seem like they all hold different types of positions they all look like they could be law mages but it looks like they brought along maybe someone that could do some sort of healing as you have not seen many of the medicinal people within them, but has more of a, a clerics type look to them instead of a wizard uh you, you see a couple of soldiers with them that seem to be more military and less magic um and that, and that's basically their group Lavinia herself is a, is a human female she's probably in her late 20s to early 30s she has a very she has a very it's i would say that it's a regal face she looks almost like royalty of some type um but it's very plain she doesn't wear any sort of like makeup or uh her, her face is just very plain but regal. Like she looks queenly. She looks like she could be uh, a politician. Um, she comes out and she takes her bow with the uh, with the staff and says nothing. Just her team and them assemble over by the the large area of uh, where the, all the guild symbols are represented, and their group stands on top of the Azorius and the the triangle with the circle around it representing the um the uh, the original guild halls that. As or designed, um, the crowds and everything clap. From the from the Boros Legion, we welcome captain of the Boros team, Tajik. No laughs. Names given, but you have heard of Tajik being a member of the Boros Legion. Uh, Tajik is one of the high-ranking generals within the Boros Legion. He has led many expeditions into dangerous territories. He's fought all types of manners of beasts. He's led uh, fights and revolts against uh, rebellions within the city. Um, Tajik is a very dark-skinned human. He is probably in his late 30s. Um, He's always at the top of his game. Uh, He's known for carrying a blade that has a sort of serpentine look to it. As far as the blade is very curved, it's not like a sickle or a scythe, that's it looks like a snake. Um, it's it's gold with uh, it has like hewn bits of magic, and he is known for imbuing that and striking things with both fire and lightning with that weapon.
0: So when the Boros comes out, I wanna look at Rocky and be like, You jealous?
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm you know, a little surprised they didn't ask me
0: to be on the team. Do but... you know why? Because you first. already got asked by the women team. That's true. Well, you know that. Uh, Tajik
1: and his uh, his legionnaires. There definitely the is a battle mage within them, um, which and a field medic. Rocky would know what both of those are because he's been in
0: the Boros Legion you for a long time. Field
2: we need that for Elvin. <laughs> yeah, we should have recruited somebody else
1: to help. Get wing out here from our most recent revealed house to mirror please meet their champion Mirko Vosk and you see this uh, very pale skinned vampire uh, long draping hair It looks kind of greasy and unkempt not wearing a shirt Um, no he does not sparkle in the sunlight he just comes out he sort of hovers across the ground, not quite flying, not quite walking. You um, notice that this is true with a lot of psychic vampires. And you definitely get the feel that this might be a psychic vampire, even though they are very uncommon.
0: You don't have the muscles that guy does. No, I don't. we got the a Stick on the... Thank you. Probably. (laughs) Uh,
1: Mirko Boss sort of (laughs) takes a a strange bow, almost in a nonchalant, uncaring gesture. Uh, You're not really sure about the rest of his team. They all seem to be wearing the dark robes of the Demir. They seem to be keeping their appearances secret, and they could be anything from warriors to wizards, or you're not sure. You have no idea. Um, they go take their spot on the demure
0: insignia. Um. So, when this is all going, are they, like, walking right in front of all the other, like... They the walk out onto the
1: stage. Uh, the leader comes out, does their ceremonial bow or whatever. What about the, the team, other
0: parts of the mem- team? Team members?
1: They're all kind of just standing next to each other. They, they all go and stand with them.
0: Okay, so they're the, all the spots for them to stand. And all cool. the guild masters are up on stage also. Yep. Gotcha.
1: Okay. From the Golgari Swarm, please meet the Golgari Champion, Varals. the Scarclod. And you see this massive troll come out. Um, his, his skin is not the same shade of green as you've seen from Gruel Trolls. This is an Undercity Troll. It has a, uh, like, almost like mossy type appearance to it. But you look and see that uh, the name Scarvold is very literal as this troll looks very muscular and has been in many, many battles. Many of the wounds did not seem to heal entirely properly the way that they were supposed to. Um, And in the spots where you see that he has been wounded, where, you know, trolls regenerate, it looks like the skin around it has become harder. uh, Almost as if he is... Just maybe slightly different than trolls that you are used to. His skin looks almost like wood.
0: Like he's building armor.
1: In in parts. But it is definitely organic. You can tell that it is a part of him. It's not an add-on. He's got like this... Not quite a mohawk, but his hair kind of stands straight up. It has grime and bits in it, but it's got like a red streak that goes through the middle of it. Uh, He's got the big tusks that come out and you can't smell him, but you're sure he smelled. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Boros comes out and makes like a roar and beats on his chest. And you see that he's got a massive battle axe that he keeps in one hand. Uh, It looks magical in nature. It definitely does not look like your standard piece of equipment. Uh, From the Golgari. it's, honestly it's a couple of undead creatures that you are not familiar with they're not really zombies but they look like something more they look almost more like constructs of bone and sinew and something that you're pretty sure is a Golgari shaman um other than that you're not sure so again a weird team that they have chosen to be maze runners uh they go and take their place on the spider-like logo of the Golgari um Nimb as it continues on, please welcome from the Gruul clans, the runner-up in last year's competition of Guildmaster of the Gruul clans, Rukthar. And you see this large, not quite as big as
0: Um You would think there would not be a runner-up <laughs> to the Gruul clan. Typically,
1: from what you know about the Gruul and the history bits that you have seen. When a challenge is faced, when someone ch- challenges the present guild leader, it's to the death. That's why you're not sure why this guy is still alive. So that must mean he's kind of tough. He fought Borberigmos and did not die.
3: <laughs>
1: That's what you think it means by uh So you see this at first, it comes out, and from your vantage point, it looks like just one massive ogre, like bigger, taller than an ogre. Um, but then it kind of turns, and you look, and it has two heads coming off of it, two ogre-type heads. He can wear it's, two cloaks. It's, it's some type of uh, ogre or an I think hybrid, right? Uh, but this thing is massive. It's probably just under 10 feet tall. It's super muscular. It wears basically like a loincloth with uh, some sort of animal fur that you're not rec- you are not—you don't recognize because there's many different beasts within the wilds of Ravnica. Uh, and where one of its hands used to be, it has a massive double-bladed axe on one of its hands that's, like, stitched in almost like a hook hand. Um, you see that the two heads themselves, they both look ogre-like, um, and, but they seem to have control or separate. They almost look like two separate entities as they are both sort of, they're talking, and then you see them kind of, like, talking to each other and then kind of yelling at each other. Um... (laughs) As far as the gruel people that they have brought with them, the only thing that you're sure of is that one of them is what's known as a dragon speaker shaman. You've just heard the name, you don't really know what they do. Um I coming. From the Is It League. Please meet your captain, Lizica.
0: As he walks up, I wanna shoot Pyrotechnics right behind I him love as he comes up. Nice.
2: Uh is uh is with us? Yeah. Cool. All
0: right. Yeah Thible kinda of is like on Rocky's shoulder. I love it. He doesn't weigh a lot. So. And as we walk by, I'm casting Mage Hand. But it's only gonna pop up as we go by Madame Madrid and it's gonna be like <laughs> And I just want to look at her and be like...
1: Um, Madame Madrid notices you and she gives you a look but since her face never really seems to change much you're not sure if she's angry, happy,
0: laughing, you're not entirely sure. I'd be like, I know you missed this face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so intense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the mage hand just stays up. As we walk by the whole time, by the whole, like, even her, the vampire, his sister's like.
1: (laughs) You guys have a lot of people up on stage that you don't like.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. Like, the the mage hand goes, you're cool, you're cool, fuck you. (laughs) It's like, fuck you, you're cool, fuck
2: you. (laughs) Just kind of follows us. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, yeah. people. Yeah,
1: Lysa comes out, <laughs> and uh, the crowd sort of they begin like murmuring a little bit. As you guys soon follow suit, and they kind of you hear whispers like they're not all from the same guild. He looks like he's from House Demir. Why is this Boros guy here? <laughs> Why is this Boros? Guy like they seem very confused that you guys are the Maze Runners, but they calm down. I don't and know, his visit it's... is very intimidating and he just goes right back into his you <laughs> know yeah. you guys go and stand on the is it insignia isn't
2: independent to be intimidating um,
1: from the orzov syndicates please meet the orzov champion elvin pisa Carlo <laughs> <laughs> that is an elvin thing right, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh, hey by the way guys I'm gonna be over oh. here
3: Hell Help the other it. team. It's
0: pretty
1: gas. <laughs> um, you, you see doing? Uh, you see Taysa come out, and you recognize the last name Karlov as one of the ghost council is known as... Their last name is Karlov. Um, Taysa herself is what's known as a law mage within the Orzov Syndicate. She mm-hmm. is some sort of a cleric. Um, also one who is able to communicate and or exercise spirits from what you know about them. Um, what was that called again?
2: Taysa Karlov. Uh, but her... Lawmage.
1: Um, she is definitely known for being able to, one, communicate with spirits, two, enslave spirits, and three, free spirits. Um, she comes out with, like, a very fancy, almost-styled bun on the top of her head. Uh, she's wearing, like, a, a white gown with uh, flecks of gold uh, adornments and jewelry pieces, uh, she has a very more serious look on her face, but she actually does have, uh, with her dark black hair, she looks young, she looks like she's probably maybe 30, maybe, um, she has like a very almost like striking beauty to her, it's, she knows that she's a very pretty person, and she uses that to intimidate people. You can tell that she just has this, like, presence. That she feels that she's better than everyone else. Not from just, by the way that she looks, but she knows... She she exudes a sense of... She's powerful. Um, from the cult of Rakdos...
2: Did she have anyone with her?
1: All of the people that come with her, they look like... They're dressed like Elvin was when you guys met him. Just... Very basic clothes. Uh, Some of them look like what you would think would be known as enforcers. You know that she herself is some type of cleric. Um, It looked like she mostly brought thugs with her. And there is one ghost among them. You almost don't see the ghost at first because of the daylight. From the cult of Rakdos, please welcome the Rakdos captain, Exava. This person comes out and it looks like a much younger but very similarly dressed to Madame Madri. This is a blood witch from the cult of Rakdos. Uh, her facial expressions seem to be a little bit more controlled um she seems to have almost like this weird nervous twitch though every now and then like her face will go from like being completely serious to like it comes up into like a half smile and you almost you almost feel like you can hear this like weird little giggle come out of her but you're not quite sure um her headpiece is very much the same like that big large antler looking thing with the horns she looks like she came right out of like an iron maiden cover um she has these chains and things wrapped around her. On her team, you see a uh, an ogre wearing something almost like dominatrix-looking mask, but it's made out of metal. Uh, it's got these big spikes that they look like they were actually drove into their shoulders. They're not natural, and they come out uh, up above their heads. They remind you of the ogres that you saw at the nightclub when you guys tried to get in in, in the daytime, but they have like the bouncers there. They have chains around them. They definitely are some type of ogres, though. Um, there's a couple of those with her and what looks to be just normal street performers that you've seen before that are pretty good at doing forms of magic. Uh, but she herself, uh, I would say that Skriznit being an ex-member of the Cult of Bractos recognizes the name Exava as she is the highest ranking blood witch and what's known as the coven mother of all blood witches. Mm. Um, From the Silesnia Kongli, please welcome the Silesnia champion, Imara Tondris. And the entire tone sort of changes as uh, this high elf, long flowing blonde hair, wearing a very almost simple but kind of sparkly, sequiny Mm -hmm. type of uh, dress she has a very calming presence about her um you're not sure her age because you're not familiar with elf ages but'll I'll tell you that she's over a hundred years old um she seems to walk with a quite a bit of knowledge and power you don't know a lot about the Silesnia but she gives off the impression of being some type of a wizard um, as you see that she has like on on her side it looks maybe like a wand or a spell component or a uh, like a an arcane focus of some type. Um she doesn't say much or even really look much at the crowd, but she kind of she kind of nods in a calm manner. Uh you see a few of you see one wolf rider with her who is actually mounted on their wolf. Um you know that these are armored archers from the Selesnia um, you see something that looks to be like a tree folk of some kind, but it's not a very large tree folk. It's almost like a tree folk shrub. It's maybe seven or eight feet tall. It carries itself uh, about with these vines and bark and, and, and branches, bits of rock actually in the feet. Um, you can't make out any discernible type of face on the, on, on the tree. It just seems to, to walk. Um, and then there are a couple of other just basic elven type warriors. They, they look like they're lightly armored, Bits of it are metal. Most of it's leather. They seem to carry swords. Um, from the Simic Combine, please welcome the champion, Boral of the Clad. At first, you're not really quite sure what to make of this particular guy. He looks like an elf. He has, like, orangish-red hair. Not quite Fire red, but not quite bright orange either. Um, it's sort of long and drawn back. Uh he looks like an elf though. He doesn't you're looking around for like maybe the modifications since he's from the Civic Combine, you don't really notice him right away. Um, but then as he walks past and he comes towards his little area, you see the the gills in his neck and around the the, the tops of his knees, you see what looks to be fish scales. Um, you know that when merfolk come out from the waters, they have the same sort of fish scales on their, on their legs. Uh, this is definitely some sort of elf merfolk hybrid. You're not sure if he has any other types of modifications, but he was a merfolk that they have genetically modified with an elf for some reason, or the other way around. Um, he carries a large trident similar to Zagana's, um, but it's made from a like mossy green type metal material. Um, the members around him are just various different members of the Simic Combine. You're not sure what they do. You're not sure what their ranks are. Uh, there is a Vodalka with them, a couple of other humans, and uh, you think it could be a goblin or was a goblin at one point. It just seems to be this very small, almost like fish-looking creature. Um, they all take their place on the on their respected symbols, and now you see that all ten guilds have people standing on their areas. The newest members of hopefully the future of Ravnica, the Paruns of old. And you see Madame Madri take charge. She leads down other members you've never seen before, but they look like they come from various different guilds. You don't recognize anybody else. You don't see Ichabod. You don't see Tauros. You don't see, uh, any of the Bellheims. You see none of the other people, just Madame Madri. Um, you know that she's powerful, you know that she is a blood witch, much like Exava, but even Exava was above her. But, like I said, something seems very different about her now. She almost looks as though she's aged in the few weeks since the massive explosion in the town square. Um You're not really sure anything about the other types of people that with, are with her, but you do see some of them look to be like they're from House Demir. And some of them definitely look like they come from the Gruul clans, as they're they look to be maybe
0: ogres, but you're not sure. Um, Can we see how Rakdos himself takes this?
1: Rakdos seems interested when her name is called out and she approaches. He almost seems angry. Not hostile, just... The like, betrayal. contempt. Yeah, you see him kind of snort a little bit, like... And that's about all the reaction. You've, had. you've never really seen him react in any way. In fact, this is maybe only the second time you've ever even seen...
0: It's not like he was going to give the same reaction to somebody like me, who was a low-standing He member.
1: didn't even know you were... No offense, but he had lots of members in the guild. <laughs> but even when you were in, like, your ultimate goal was... You wanted to gain his praise.
3: Yeah.
1: Like Lord Ractos coming up to you and going, That was great. That's what everyone wants. Or him just coming up and going, That was great, and then he kills you. That that's the ultimate way to die. I love you, son. These I are love. your guild champions. There will be ten challenges as the Paruns of old have no guild hall. They have no ley line, and we're not taken into consideration. But as this is a new day and the future of Ravnica, we are allowing them as they are members of Ravnica to participate. They are citizens here. There has been a lot of animosity, confusion, bloodshed, and violence. They feel as though they were underrepresented as they had different ideologies of the guilt. We hope that, win or lose, they will become peaceful members of society, as we recognize that they exist.
2: Can we tell how confident Niv is saying these things about them? Make a insight check. My insight's plus zero, so they'll probably go over too. Well, we'll see. Uh,
1: Fifteen. Niv's hard to read. I figured so. Yeah, you you kind of sense a little bit of contempt in his voice, like
0: yeah.
1: he doesn't really quite believe what he's saying, but he's he's hopeful.
0: He's saying just to hold the peace from. Yeah. For him. Okay.
1: So, these are your champions. You may attempt the challenges in any order that you want once you are competitors within You can do anything that you want to other competitors. Be aware. Some of these challenges will test the mind, they will test the body, and they could prove quite deadly. We don't expect all of you to survive.
0: Yay! Oh, wait.
1: (laughs) Be aware of your surroundings and other competitors. Also be aware of those who are not competitors being caught in the middle. There are no other rules other than there are no other rules. Anything goes. As long as you are a competitor against another competitor. So while it is much a challenge of the challenges, you are challenged by the challengers. Are there any questions or misunderstandings from the competitors? It's kind of a weird little hush goes over the crowd. Then I wish you all good luck. You will find in your possession and he sort of waves his hand an amulet And you notice these little amulets sort of like appear around the captain's necks. This amulet has the ability to draw from the mana ley lines within each guild hall. If you complete the challenge, you will be granted access to the middle of the guild hall. For the rules of the competition, you may draw mana from the ley line. Collect all 10 mana from all the ley lines you win. It is an all or nothing. Collecting nine won't do it. Collecting eight won't do it.
2: What if two people collect ten at the same time? Two different groups?
1: In the highly unlikely circumstance that that happens, we're not sure.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> at that point, it would be whoever would bring all ten back to the middle. first. <laughs> the middle being here, on this very area where you are starting. It is called a maze because of the challenges that lie within it. Mazes challenge the perception. Good luck. And then you hear like this gong sort of sound go off. And uh, the the crowds all start to cheer. And immediately the competitors start attacking each other. (laughs) With bits of magic, and then chaos ensues.
2: Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's go backstage. Let's go. You see
1: magic spells start flinging, and uh, some of the uh, you're not sure because there's just chaos. Some of the uh, the the, comp- the competitors they run off in one direction, and they all start kind of going their own ways as they're kind of flinging spells and magic and, and shooting arrows and stuff at each other. And uh, with that, that's where we're going to end tonight's session. Love it. So, next week, we will be starting the actual competition. Um, I listened to all your guys' little ideas. Uh Some of them were pretty good. Yay,
2: mimics. I will
1: tell you that, I won't tell you how many, but on some of them, you guys were pretty close. Some of them, you were really far off. Uh, And some of them, you were dead on. But I won't tell you which ones they were. (laughs) Wow. Wow, look at that. So some close, some you, dead you, on. You, you only had a few that were not even close, but I would say most of them were either close or like dead yeah. on. All right. Captain I won't tell you which guy, ones. Baby. I want you guys That's to enjoy to go it. I
2: pretty far from where um,
1: it's I want you guys to maybe think about it, maybe a... talk through Discord this week, figure yeah. out where you guys might want to start. I'm going to basically be giving you a map, like an actual laminate map of Ravnica, mm-hmm. and... You guys, I will point out where all the guild halls are, and you guys can kind of make your ways, whichever ones you want. Yep. So, with that, we hope you will all join us next week. Thanks for all the, the new views and the the regular views and, and the comments and stuff that was in. We didn't get to all of them because I can't see the screen from where I'm at. And We will uh, hope to see you next week. So,
3: thanks again.
2: Woo! See ya. Deuces!